Well, Brent, um, I'm sure you've heard the news as most people have. And unfortunately, um, everybody's love of their life, Miss Betty White, uh, recently passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, as of this record, it was like just like yesterday, two days ago. I don't know. It, it just feels too soon. Um, but it's uh, been everybody's been sharing a lot of memes and all these great clips of, of Betty White over the years um, from Golden Girls and all kinds of stuff. And I happened to be in Denver while that news broke. And my brother is a huge um, Golden Girls fan. I was visiting him in Denver. And mm. uh, even like the morning of or the day before, he was wearing his uh, Stay Golden Golden Girls t-shirt that oh, I bought him. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we watched a, a few, quite a few episodes uh, because of her. And I, I'm not like a huge Golden Girl fan. I don't know the episodes, but um, holy shit, she is so fucking funny. And um, we'll be sorely missed. So mm-hmm. just wanted to bring everybody yeah. down right here at the start of the show. This is the way to do it. Yeah, we'll let you down so. and then we'll try to build you up, but yeah. fail at doing it. And then <laughs> it's like darkly humorous that we couldn't get past that threshold. Yeah. It's one of those things. Um, Golden Girls is... Uh, an incredible show. I love mm-hmm. that show so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it holds up so well. Yeah, and uh, the jokes are like legit funny. The the four different personality types mix and match expertly on that show. Yeah. So well written. Um, I'm, I'm definitely sad to hear that Betty White has passed. But man, what a fucking life! I know, right? You know, she she's really lived uh, it. been around for 99 years, but a bitch ain't one. <laughs> and I was walking through the break room at work today. We've got a uh, my my employer has a, uh, a subscription to People Magazine, mm-hmm. and the newest issue that came out this past week says Betty White turns one hundred oh. on it. Really rolling the dice there, yeah. People Magazine, <laughs> and like honestly, they were right for ninety nine years uh, mm-hmm. that she would survive. However, the week they decide to publish this magazine is the week she was like nah i'm not gonna make it son i'm out <laughs> she like pieces out to everyone yeah um, they kind of jumped the gun a little bit mm-hmm. but i mean like if you gotta hedge your bets you know yeah you gotta do it right i mean we all thought she would just keep going for forever i i get that also she was you know obviously very old but uh you mm-hmm. just think like betty white's always around and now she's not, unfortunately. So, mm-hmm. but Golden Girls lives on, and she's fucking great on it. There's there's a clip mm-hmm. going around that I watched the other day of her like ad libbing this story about the Great Heron War, and like <laughs> she just like makes this shit up, and like the other girls are just like losing it on the show, and she just keeps like a straight face, and like her t- comedic timing is just stellar. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna have to like watch a lot more of that. I've I watched like. It like on TV growing up or whatever, Golden Girls. But um, my brother's like a, a huge fan, so he watches it all the time, you know, just in the background or whatever. And I'm like, man, I'm missing out. Like, because everything mm-hmm. we watched was like, st- like you said, like it just totally held up. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was, uh, she played Rose, who was the like ditzy character, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, like a lot of the things she had to say and like the lines she had to deliver were so outrageous, but she did it from a very sincere standpoint Mm -hmm. and it's just like so fucking funny that she was yeah that sincere about this wild story she just told or whatever yeah it's like the that plays into her comedy like Mm -hmm. her her delivery style which is very sincere Mm um is what makes it so funny and then she's like because of she just looks like this sweet lady Mm-hmm. That's like anyone's grandma or whatever. And then like she can say this fucking like funny shit, you know, like we yeah. were uh, 
uh, I love Lake Placid. I've been watching that a lot, like the last oh, year or yeah. so, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which she's in and she's fantastic. And one of, you know, like people will put those things on for the new year being like, if you, if you press play at like 1107, yeah. whatever this will happen. So people were like, if you press play at like 1107 on Lake Placid at midnight, um, Betty White will say, if I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. <laughs> and I was like, that's the best one I've seen. They were like, that's the best way to like send 2021 off, you know? There, there are so many of those. I feel like there's yeah. almost a bureau that's dedicated <laughs> yeah, to that. Right. To just like funny shit, which is where I want to work. Where oh, yeah. it's been like all year, like I've got a a, a list of like one thousand different time codes I got to fucking figure out or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not like, told like it. where to find these these clips or what to sync with. I just have to like try to suss it out myself. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah. It, it would be intense. Like I'd have to call my wife and be like, "Look, come down to deadline. Uh, I gotta work late. It's gonna be. It's I poured seven cups of coffee." <laughs> Uh, they're all for me. I've got my butt funnel right here. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, oh, my God. It's coming right out as soon as it goes in, you know what I'm saying? So, anyway, I'm going to be late. It's the point of trying to get across. In my head, I imagine, like, a cartoon of you sitting in your chair with the butt funnel going up and the coffee going down your throat. And the, like, liquid just goes from your throat and then it goes up and comes out the funnel and goes back the other way and comes up into <laughs> yeah. the coffee cup and just keeps going in a circle like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, mm. This mm. coffee gets worse as I drink That's it. That's weird. This I is, don't know why. Yeah. Was, um, mm. Mm. Not for me. It's nutty. Some, something's wrong with this blend. I don't know what happened. Uh, so you had said that Danny has a, a Golden Girls shirt. Uh, oh, the yeah. Stay Golden shirt, right? Stay Golden. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that shocking to you to see... A relative and a graphic tee. Oh, well, I mean, I bought it for him, so I, I put oh, myself okay. in that situation. But mm-hmm. uh, Danny's all about the graphic tees, you know? Real? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that's cool. It's a really big one, too, because it's like mm-hmm. a big square of all their faces in the little squares. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then it says, like, stay golden, you know, the top and bottom. So it's like a big graphic tee, too. Yeah. Um, but that's what I like about it. I got him it, and then now whenever he, I go and visit him, he can wear it, and then I get to see it, but I don't have to wear it. Yeah. So nobody will ask me questions about it. Well, I mean, they say the gene for liking graphic tees skips a generation, so maybe that's, that's your whole deal. That's probably it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it skipped me for sure, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that. I did see a, uh, a video on Instagram that your wife posted of uh, you and, and your brother interacting. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, <laughs> classic Steven. It was like... <laughs> A great t-shirt. <laughs> I thought about it because uh, in Denver, it was really cold, obviously, much colder than it was in Houston. Mm-hmm. And um, I have these like long sleeve t-shirts that I wear under another t-shirt a lot whenever it's cold. And I had, I have like a lot of the same colors of everything. I have like four of the same dark gray long sleeve t-shirts. I have like eight of this like gunmetal gray t-shirt that I put over it. And I wore them like multiple times throughout the week. And it looked like I basically just didn't change because it's just what I happened mm-hmm. to bring, like that same color, like over and over again. You so, like a cartoon character. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so even though like I showered and stuff, it looked like I stayed in like the same clothes for like four days mm-hmm. with stink lines coming off of me, you know? Sure. Yeah. So that's how it plays out. That's cool with mm-hmm. me. Um, but yeah, the uh, the temperature difference, by the way, I don't know. What is it in, in Tulsa right now? Uh, it is very cold. I think it's like in the 30s. Oh, yeah. So we're in right that range. right now. In Houston, uh, actually, uh, I'm checking the weather right now. 19 degrees. Oh, wow. 
with a high of 30 later yeah. today. So that's probably when I'll get out and do some shirtless push-ups <laughs> in the yeah, driveway. You're super yeah. into those. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when we left Denver, it started to snow on New Year's Eve, and we left New Year's Day. And when we left Denver, it was 4 with a wind chill of negative 4. And then we mm-hmm. flew to Houston, and it was 84. Holy shit. <laughs> it was an 80-degree swing. <laughs> what a fucking... <laughs> and it was humid. It was case of weird. whiplash. And then at, so 84 when we got in yesterday at like 5 o'clock. Today, it's like 33 this morning in Houston. Really? Yeah. Damn. Isn't that insane? We had a huge cold front that went over like the whole country. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's wild. My brother in Lubbock has snow. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just like all over the place. It's just wild. I, I take it that Ted Cruz has fled the state just in case there's inclement weather. <laughs> yeah. Mm. He's been long gone. He's with DeSantis somewhere. They're in like the Caribbean. Oh, sure. Of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. Just ignoring all of us. And that's great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I get to avoid Ted Cruz because he's out of the state. That's good. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. I'd have to kick some dirt at him. You know, I mean, it's not a threat. You got to do what saying. you got to do. In his general yeah. direction, I would, I would probably fart and walk by. <laughs> And hope that he stepped into the cloud, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm sorry to be harsh about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's you, what I'm saying. You scream at him, you've heard of the iCloud, then you turn around, <laughs> this is my cloud. <laughs> this is the brown iCloud. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, you punched it up. I liked it. Sometimes it you, gotta, you gotta workshop with your friends. That's you gotta good. do it. You know? Well, uh, do you wanna go ahead and jump into this thing, Brent? I do. I don't know why I did it that way, but we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Well, uh, black, well, the tuck tied. I got a little tongue tied there. Uh, welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Whew, man, what a show. We've already been doing this for 20 minutes. It's going to get great from here. I mean, this is where it takes is, off. This is when it happens. Right. <laughs> if you say that, it works, right? Uh huh. All right, yeah. good. Feel, if you insist good on that. it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um, Brent, we Hello. have had so many things in the last few months that we've been planning out. So we had like Halloween in October. Did we do anything for September, like a theme? Is it just uh, in late September is when we started doing horror oh, that's movie right. stuff? So yeah, we even started mm-hmm. early. Yeah, so horror movie yeah. stuff for late September through October. Mm-hmm. We had Noisy November with all those great anniversary albums, uh, and then we went into mm-hmm. some Christmas movies, and then uh, you know ended the year out with our Asian pop culture. And uh, so we just had so many themes going on. We've briefly talked about some things along the way, but I know both of us have a bunch of stuff that we just want to catch up on. So today mm-hmm. we're just going to do one of those catch uh, pop culture catch ups and yeah. um, just talk about a lot of random stuff. So mm-hmm. and then we'll see. I, I know we have some ideas for other things coming up in the next few weeks, the next few months uh, for the show that we are planning out. But um, yeah, no plans as of yet. So right now mm-hmm. we're going to just do whatever. So do you want to jump into it? Oh boy, yeah. Um, so <laughs> You've got quite a list see. I hear. I do, yes. I'm I've excited. Had, uh, I, I keep a uh, a list of stuff of like pop culture in my notes app on my iPhone, sure. and um, I've got so many fucking things. I had to like scroll back a couple of times. <laughs> um, so whenever we finished our horror movie month, mm-hmm. essentially like uh, up through the end of October. I told you that I've made horror a part of my regular diet, yeah. and I intend to keep up with it, and that is very much true. Oh, so, excellent. Still. Let's go back there, oh, okay? I'm so excited. So, 
I've watched a couple of things. This is not going to be like a comprehensive list. There's simply not enough time in the episode to go through everything. But I'm going to give some highlights of some some things that I I kept up with throughout this time. And then I'll pepper in some other stuff on uh, subsequent episodes that we record. But I want to go back to um, let's go back to a, a, a duology that mm-hmm. I watched uh, one movie I'd seen before. So I rewatched it before we watched the newest one, which was like a couple of years back. Um, Happy Death Day. So oh, yeah. My wife and I rewatched that. And then we watched the sequel. Mm-hmm. Happy Death Day. The number two, the letter U. <laughs> that's how um, yeah, that's, uh, what you say it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you have you seen the sequel? I have not seen the sequel. OK. OK. I've been kind of avoiding it. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know. We've talked about this before, right? That, like, mm-hmm. the trailers were, like, ruining things. Mm-hmm. That, like, they were, like, giving secrets away about the first movie and stuff. And, like, it just mm-hmm. kind of turned me off to it. So I'm I'm very interested to hear what you have to say about it. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the trailers would give away all kinds of secrets. Like, it came up to me and it was like, hey, <laughs> you're adopted. I'm like, what the, f- what? <laughs> How'd you know this? Um, so the, the, the first <clears throat> one, I think you and I both enjoy for what it is, mm-hmm. right? Even though it was like spoiled for us in the trailer yeah. for the sequel. And it's like, even still the, the groundhog day of it all is a fun premise mm. to, to work with. And I love that the groundhog day has become its own genre. Oh yeah. I totally way, love right? that. Hell yeah. Lived, I repeat. Uh, and then it's like many other titles, um, that sure. the whole premise, like once you say, Oh, it's like groundhog day with like, you instantly know what it is. Somebody reliving the same, uh, frame of time over and over again. Hell yeah. So that's the first one. You and I both enjoyed it for what it is. The sequel, I heard, goes on a different... Uh, um, it plays in a different genre, mm-hmm. in a way, right? So the first one, if that's more like a slasher, the second one has elements of that, but it's not the main focus. Um, and I don't want to spoil this for you. Uh, I'll wait for the trailer for the third <laughs> movie to come out and do that for you. But I do think that if you watch one leading into the, the other... It holds up pretty well, and mm. I really enjoy the the sequel, even though it switches genres. It's more like a um, there's more of a science fiction focus to it. That is interesting, was, though. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not. Uh, I mean, like that happens anyway with like uh, the first two Terminator movies, the first two Alien movies. Yeah. It goes from like horror to sci-fi. So I think that's kind of the the approach they were taking. Mm-hmm. But like the characters you like from the first one are in the the sequel. Some some of them have expanded roles hmm. and man i really enjoyed it and after i interesting finished okay. watching it i was like well they gotta make a third one right because there's <laughs> a post-credit scene at the end of happy birthday to you that uh seems like it could be like a, a fun intriguing plot line for mm-hmm. a third movie so i i would recommend going to watch these these are blumhouse movies and like I don't know. Like, there's a lot of leeway that Blumhouse gets from me because mm-hmm. if I see that logo, I'm like, oh, well, this isn't necessarily going to be like high art, but I'm going to have a good time. Generally, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So uh, I would say that that would be a, a recommendation. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, I read this uh, horror esque comic uh, by Kyle Starks called Old Head. Mm-hmm. And it's. Um, the the basic plot is like there's a a a guy who's a um semi-pro like like partially retired um like basketball player Mm -hmm. and the the main part of the story takes place in the the 80s i believe but um 
he had like a real like attitude problem. He'd get in fights on the court a lot and everything. And he and his daughter, um, it, well, his mother passes away. They go to her house and she lived just down the street from this like uh, evil looking castle on a hill. Turns out that's where Dracula lives. What? And, yeah. So it's a like a pissed off basketball player fighting Dracula. <laughs> And it's like so fucking funny, dude. Like Kyle Starks, he wrote that um, that Mars Attacks comic I talked about, like mm. I don't know, eight months ago or some shit. Mm. And uh, I really like his his work. So if you're looking for like a like a fun horror comic, I would recommend Old Head. I know uh, David Hopkins mentioned this on Erie International like a few months back, and he had more and better words to say about it than <laughs> I did. But like, you know, if you're looking for like a, a fun. Uh, comic to read uh, that breezes by but still has a lot of heart and uh, it works well with the the humor of it all then I think old head is a, a good way to go awesome yeah that sounds, then, see, that sounds funny man uh, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see and then uh, this isn't necessarily like horror but I'll, I'll mention it anyway just to uh, get it off my list here um, the Disney movie Cruella is uh, streaming on yeah. Disney Plus at this point. Um, has been for a while, but my wife and I watched it, and it kind of went in a, a weird uh, direction. Um, I thought it was, like, okay. Not the, the worst movie I've ever seen, but it's just, like, I, I don't I don't know about these live-action, like, Disney movies based on existing Disney properties. You know, this is based on mm-hmm. 101 Dalmatians. It's possible that that concept exists outside of, like, Disney kind of like Aladdin exists outside of Disney but um I don't know like it was all right it could have been shorter like Mm -hmm. I feel as if they could get this down to about 90 minutes and that would be a more uh tight film and have a better impact than than what they're doing with it but um I don't know uh I'm just like skeptical of any lead character who I know will eventually want to murder puppies <laughs> and take their pelts, you know? Yeah. She I've, doesn't do that in, in this movie, but, you know, we know where it's going. I've heard interesting things about it. Like, people said that they liked it and stuff more than I thought people would. But also, I've heard people be like, why are they trying to, like, go back and, and make this puppy killer, like, a good character or, like, someone that you'd root for in any way? Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, Emma Stone is amazing, and so it's hard to, like, pass up anything that she would, like... And like this looks like she'd be able to have a lot of fun with it, you know, but I just like most of the Disney live action stuff. I just have like it doesn't get me out of my seat. And if my seat is literally just my couch and it doesn't get me to (laughs) click on it on Disney Plus, right? Like that says something maybe uh, more than just like going to a theater, you know, or not going to a theater. And yeah, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm like intrigued by it just because of her. But and I've heard Mm -hmm. like, you know okay things about it but i think i'd be like you like i'd just be like well that was a movie you know i'd move on yeah i i feel like if i were younger and maybe weren't familiar with some of the older like hand animated type of properties yeah. that disney is now adapting their own shit from mm-hmm. uh it might be a little more appealing i just feel like my tastes have changed to where i'm like no if i'm gonna watch aladdin i want to watch the one that that i grew up with you know that i exactly. have reference for um no judgment on any of these young dipshits who are on TikTok <laughs> all the time don't know where any goddamn thing comes from. But if you want to be stupid and watch these newer movies that are live action and you want Will Smith. Look, if Will Smith is your genie, yeah. fine, idiot. But like, it's not for <laughs> for anyone else. So, you know, that's, you know, everyone. That's how you feel about it. Thing. Not everything is for everyone, you know. Yeah. Being a smart human person 
Well, not for everyone. Not for me, clearly. <laughs> in my head, you, you said something about Disney, like, adapting their own shit. And in my mm-hmm. head, it's like, um, you know, you know, in Close Encounters, the third kind, where he has, like, the mashed potatoes and he, like, forms it into the mountain. Mm-hmm. I imagine, like, a poop emoji that Disney is, like, <laughs> has, like, forks. And they're, like, shaping. Mm-hmm. They're, like, let's take this beautiful property, this 101 Dalmatians, hand-animated, beautiful mm-hmm. 60s film, and then, like, let's shape it into this other thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it doesn't always quite work that well. And I also don't like movies where the you watch essentially a, a prequel to something, and then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, so that's where they got so-and-so, or that's where these people come in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, they're trying to answer questions that nobody had right, to ask. Nobody cared. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. uh, oh, like, I feel like it's been out long enough and people have seen it and that you won't remember if I tell you this. Mm-hmm. And you decide to watch a movie later. But like uh, toward the end of the movie, you get a hint as to like the the couple that's in 101 mm-hmm. Dalmatians, how they like get to know each other or whatever. Oh, so OK. It's like, but it's just a hint of it. They don't actually meet in the movie. Mm. So it's so like it's, they're replaying just that one part. Like, oh, it's like <laughs> when they end like Rogue One and they're like, uh, mm-hmm. let's pass the plans to Leia. Uh, let's yeah. just spice it up, spice it up, mm-hmm. you know. Spice up your life. Yeah. Ugh. I heard this in a song once. You know? Oh, man. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Profits of yeah. our time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's <laughs> interesting. That was funny. <laughs> I feel like we need to acknowledge the Spice Girls, profits of our time. We need, <laughs> we need to have their, their like bus put in like uh, philosophy wings of museums. Oh, of course, you know? right. Yeah. No when I say bus. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We got it. Jerry Hallowell, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, damn straight. Which is... Which spice? I don't know. I can't remember her name right now. I can think it's sporty. Uh, ginseng? Ginseng spice. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? <laughs> it could be. Probably needs mm-hmm. it now. We all do with her. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Elements. What yeah. do you got? What What have you uh, seen Let's see. recently? Let's see. Um, I don't... Re- I'm like kind of lost in time because... Uh, Christmas week has been all weird and stuff, and then we went out of town. So I, I did not say yet that I on the show that I have seen Hawkeye. Is that correct? Uh, did I mention that? I think that? you had mentioned it briefly. That I was watching uh, it? I don't remember if I if I mentioned it last week or not is what I'm getting to. I don't remember when I finished it. I don't know if it was like Christmas Day. I don't know when we recorded. What day is it now? What's <laughs> happening? What's going on? Uh, to, J- to, Jay? to Jay? Oh, my God. <laughs> It's you happening. We're failing. Uh, yeah, I'm just <laughs> the robots just, are taking over. Oh, just no. mail. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, have you seen Hawkeye though? Yes. Yeah, I watched it as it came out. Okay, cool. So I mm-hmm. binged it all in one day, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and I liked it. Cool. So well, good. I I don't know what how much to say about it. Maybe um, we'll bring it up a little bit more. We can do some spoilers talk whenever we end up doing mm-hmm. Shang Chi, which uh, yeah. is one of the things you and I want to review coming up. Uh, because as well, the uh, uh, Eternals is coming out on Disney Plus, so I'll be able to watch that soon. Mm-hmm. So we yep. want to get through some Marvel stuff. So maybe you and I will uh, tag team on some Hawkeye, and we'll d- we'll discuss that a little bit more. Yes, on for that sure. Show. Yeah, because because uh, I've got thoughts. Yes. All right. Cool. So um, really, uh, the only the two main ones that I was going to talk about today um, were a double feature that I did last night. But here's the thing: I'm about to sneeze. Okay. So, so it's time a second. to vamp. So. Has anyone seen Steven Sneeze before? Bless you. Bless you again. And then, um, actually, if you could go ahead and dab real quick, just to, like, really Ooh. sell it. Yeah, there uh, you go. Wait. That's <laughs> oh, that's no, my, I'm going to back out. 
Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you have to do both sides. Otherwise, you're going to throw your hips out of alignment. Oh, you got to. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Oh, also, I, I learned that from Shakira, the another prophet of our time, you know. Yeah. Her hips don't lie. They have to, <laughs> he's like, he's <laughs> laughing silently. <laughs> I put myself on mute so I can sneeze again. And then you said that. Uh, and I wanted to laugh so bad. <laughs> Take a sneeze away, but I think it'll help me. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so I'm going to mark that down. 33 ish we don't have to i mean you don't have to edit that out that can just stay in the show we've acknowledged it we've all had a good time that's some behind the scenes within the show oh wow you guys get mm-hmm. it here yeah. you don't have to wait for the end of the show no you don't we just leave it <laughs> this in this is like this is like when you go to a concert and a pyrotechnic accidentally goes off and like flames a band member uh-huh. you're like oh that wasn't part of the show but it was within the parameters of the show yeah so like was it and it's my favorite part when it they wasn't got planned. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't planned, but it was a disaster. So, I mean, he's alive. He's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can't play the bass anymore, but it's like fine. Yeah. You know? We were going to kick him out of the band anyway, yeah. so it's like, you know, it's, it's whatever. Nobody even likes him. Yeah. He's kind of a dick. <laughs> he's kind of a square. Um, so last night, uh, Amanda and I put on the Netflix movie Don't Look Up. Um, oh, yeah. That has come out, my, right? So, queue, yeah. Everybody's talking about this movie. Um, I wasn't uh, like super into watching it because I heard some people online that I follow that I believe like I, I think I'm I like their movie views um, say that it wasn't that great or, or whatever. Like Austin Wilson, uh, our buddy, mm-hmm. um, had said something about like turning it off after like 30 minutes. And I had liked his tweet. I was like, yeah, I bet I'm going to like that because the uh, the style of this movie is 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 interesting. And it's I think it's off putting to some people and it kind of is to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so Adam McKay, the director had done some other movies that remind me of this, that have been like people like, but I I don't always like, um, Mm -hmm. like he did the big short, which was a huge hit and like explained like some of the banking crisis stuff. But the style Mm -hmm. of the movie is very weird. Like he'll have people like talk to the camera or he'll have like graphics over this, over the screen or like the editing choices are just kind of strange. Sometimes the movies are really long, uh, which has been a complaint for don't look up. And is one of my mm-hmm. complaints that it could be so much shorter, like 30 minutes. Um, even though I don't know what I'd cut out, it just feels kind of long. Like when we would pause it feeling like we were almost done, we'd have like, we'd only been an hour in, we had like an hour and 20 minutes left. And it was like, yeah. oh, okay, like let's move along, you know? Um, so he did that. And then um, vice, which is a movie I don't remember actually finishing either. Um, it's about like Dick Cheney and it has Christian Bale as Dick Cheney. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And his, it's just the style of his movies is just kind of off putting to me. It's, mm-hmm. it's so in your face and in a way that like, so there are some directors that I like their, you know, their quirks, like, like Edgar Wright, like anything he wants to put in there. I'm like, I love his, his choices, right? I love his, sure. Yeah. His editing, his production design, all that stuff, just the, his style overall. And then Adam McKay, I'm just like, not sure about like, um, so some of the things, uh, the choices of for don't look up, I feel like I had to be like, oh, okay, I'll just go along with it. But, um, I, I finally watched it because everybody kept talking about how this movie, you know, is like an allegory. It's like a, a combat's coming to earth and it's kind of like a, a satire of our times about people like saying like, just don't look up, like, like just don't do that because it's fake. And like scientists are making this shit up and whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's so many like interesting parallels that they make from this comment to like the climate uh crisis we're in and everything and politics in general right now and covid stuff and reactions to that um and it, i don't know i heard that it was like pretty important and, and good 
And so I eventually wanted to watch it. So we put it on last night and uh, I ended up liking it. There, there were some complaints I have that I kind of went through already just with the style and stuff from Adam McKay. But overall, I do feel like it was important and it was uh, pretty well done. It's it's um, it has a lot of people that I really like in it, you know, and um, and there's like even just like Jonah Hill alone, like his kind of comedic relief, whatever was funny in it. Um, mm-hmm. So have you seen this one yet? no uh-uh. okay no it, it's on my list it's something i wanted to see right and on. i thought i was gonna have to wait like a few more months for it to come out on vod or or, or streaming somewhere yeah but then like because it just came out in theaters not long ago right i don't even know if it came to theaters yeah i just knew it came to netflix oh. um i haven't been paying attention to the theater stuff as much so mm. yeah if, if anything it was like just on and then like i went to netflix like right away or something um and it's only mm-hmm. been out there like i think since like christmas day or something so it's not like it's been that long yeah um, but uh, yeah it's Is definitely it, out there did it come out on like christmas day so people could like try to ignore santa i think for so. like, christmas eve or whatever yeah, for so, like, you there's, yeah I, there's some clip clopping on the roof hey, don't look just don't, don't even <laughs> don't look up there it's an anti-christmas movie so you, you mm-hmm. you'll like it you know i think okay. in that way Mm-hmm. um it, it's it's like an it's like the comet is like really a backstory to the santa claus story in the in the movie comet huh oh, sounds like the name of a reindeer to me mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if the whole movie they're like it's a real comet it's gonna like destroy the earth and like right at the end they zoom in and it's fucking santa and he's like i'm gonna come in hot you know <laughs> it's just like reindeer bones that make yeah. it to earth it's kind of like on that episode of the simpsons where they have the meteorite that's coming yes. towards springfield yeah and then it just is like a pebble the size of a right. chihuahua's head <laughs> yeah yeah that knocks down like the the bomb shelter right i think so yeah yeah that they all just got out of um yeah but it was uh so don't look up it was i don't know i it was really entertaining and um kind of poignant for our times i feel and the, the stuff mm-hmm. we're going through and how people just really ignore it or have all this bad info or or purposely put out bad info they have you know they spearhead like um meryl streep is the president but she's basically like a trump figure and then mm-hmm. jonah hill we had read or we had seen an interview with him my wife and i that he said that um he, he thought it was so weird that like trump wants to fuck his daughter essentially and so he based his character he he's like the chief of staff but he's the daughter of the president of meryl streep and his character he based it on that he wants to fuck his mom and, oh, okay. and so like they play on like tropes that like seem absurd but they're like we're really living through this like we yeah. we or mm-hmm. we just did and um yeah and it, so it was, it was kind of cathartic in a way um so i watched we watched that and i really liked it and um you know kept thinking about like the themes of it and it made me think of other things uh so i ended up doing a double feature with seeking a friend for the end of the world um did you ever watch that okay. movie or you know about it at all no uh, i've i've heard of it who's who's in that one is that it's uh steve carell and kira knightley uh- Okay. Um, yeah. It came out in 2012, so it's uh, it actually just got it to its 10 year um, anniversary. But um, it's written and directed by Lorene Scafaria, who I really like. She wrote um, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, or co wrote it, which is one of my favorite movies. And um, yeah, she wrote that one. And um, and this movie too. Like I just like her stuff. She did Hustlers as well. Um, she's just like an amazing director. I really like her. And mm-hmm. so this one's like a, a same kind of thing. It's like an asteroid or a comet is coming to Earth. It starts off with like Steve Carell in his, in his car with his wife and they're hearing on the news like the mission failed. You know, we sent up a mission to blow it up and it failed. Mm-hmm. And so we're all going to die in like three weeks. And then his wife just like leaves. She just like leaves the car and just runs away because everybody just kind of freaks out and everything. 
Um, mm-hmm. And it's like a weird toned movie, kind of like Don't Look Up. It's like funny, but um, also sad and stuff. But um, mm-hmm. it's really good. I, it's like Steve Carell and, and Keira Knightley are neighbors. His wife leaves. Her, she's leaving her boyfriend, who's Adam Brody. Um, and then they kind of like even though there's like an age difference and they've never really talked like they end up becoming like really good friends and kind of live the rest of their days out together while they're trying to do other like accomplish things before they die you know mm-hmm. um but so both movies are like they're totally different toned but they had similar themes and it, i thought it was a really great double feature um i had seen this movie a long time ago and i really liked it i, I we, we tried it recently but amanda couldn't get into it it was kind of too doomsday for what we're actually living through right now um, so I put it on by myself last night and ended up really liking it again. The, the performances are really good. The writing is, is sharp. Um, it's just like, uh, I don't know, some good, good stuff in it. Um, and good, good acting and stuff. So it was a cool double feature. Mm-hmm. If you're watching, uh, if you're watching, I think the big short now, if you're watching, um, the don't look up and you want something to kind of go along with that theme or whatever, uh, if you want some more destruction and death and, uh, and bad vibes, uh, then seeking your friend for the end of the world. It's great. That's the way to go. That's the way to go, Brent. If you just want <laughs> to be entertained into hating everything about you and mm-hmm. all around the world, then uh, these are the movies to do it. Well, look, we're in 2022 now. Happy New Year, everyone. Oh, Happy New Year. Uh, we could put like the nonsense of 2020 and 2021 behind us at this point. Totally. It's like it's over. It's a brand we changed new year. the calendar page. Everything's yes, different. <laughs> you flip that calendar page, everything resets. It's all good from this point forward. That's right. Yeah. We all just need that calendar page so we can just start a new lives. Yeah. So it's like you know, we we live through 2020 and then we got to 2021, we turned that calendar page and we made it like fucking Six days in before shit just hit the fan all over again, right? So, like, who knows what lies before us at this point? So, yeah, let's just count the hours to nightmare situations right? popping off, you know? Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds great. Can you imagine if Betty... You know what? Betty White is truly a saint. Mm -hmm. She didn't want to, like, put that... The onus, that burden on 2022. She didn't want to start us out that way. She was like, you know what? I'm done. Just start shoveling dirt on me. I'm it's just, fine. I'm out. Guys, yeah. it's fine. Mm-hmm. I she, she reaches into her pockets, pulls out two pennies, put them <laughs> on her eyes, just lays, on, lays in You're the, still alive. In the grave. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> That's a good point. I kept hearing, and I, the way I thought about it, it was like 2021 kicking us in the groin one more time, you know, with, mm-hmm. with her death. But I think you're right. I think she was like, if I die on January 1st, then people will be like, 2022 is already the shittiest year yet yeah. out of these mm-hmm. years. Yeah. So she really saved us from that. Wow. She did. She's mm-hmm. just a beautiful angel. Another prophet lost to the stars, you know. Man, she was the sixth Spice Girl, you could say. Mm-hmm. Some might say the OG Spice Girl. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. OG Spice. Rose. Rose Classic Spice. Spice. Wow. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. Man. A connection was made. Yep. So okay. So yeah, now I've, it's mostly you, man. I've I've watched some uh, TV shows. Um, let's let's try to run through these. So Brooklyn Nine Nine has had its series mm. finale at the end of last year, mm-hmm. and I think it ran from eight nine seasons. I don't know. It ran That's for amazing. however long it was. My point is <laughs> that it, it started off like it came out of the gate knowing what it was, and it was hilarious the whole time. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I know when we had your uh, your friend Darren on, he had mentioned that he thought that it jumped the shark at a certain point. I don't think so. Like, mm. I, I feel like uh, the characters and uh, some of the relationships evolved over time. But for the most part, it was it was fucking funny the entire time. Right on. And the, the series finale, even though I'm sad it ended, the way it ended uh, was light enough. And you get to see some of those connections still being intact. And you can just have fun adventures in your head canon with these characters going mm. forward so um i really enjoyed that um, yeah right on yeah. Uh, that's one i wanted to check out and i just always mm. forget about it um but it's like it's from the guy who did um parks and rec and everything and i yeah. love parks and rec i'm like and i it's andy sandberg i'm like there's so many good people in it mm-hmm. i know i'll love it i just haven't watched it so i'm just a dumb well, dumb i'm i'm the same way i haven't watched all of parks and rec i've mm. i've made it like into the third season mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason i just didn't keep up with yeah, it yeah right even though i fucking loved what i saw yeah you know so <laughs> it's, it's one way, of those right? weird things yeah, yeah. so i we need to trade uh, catch up on that we should right yeah we should do an episode yeah. swap where <laughs> yeah. this is the show going forward yeah. you watch an episode of brooklyn 99 i'll watch one of parks and rec and then we'll come back and we'll review this we'll review it yeah. but as if they're the same episode yeah right yeah <laughs> so, you, you start talking about something andy stanberg's character did yeah. and i'll be like that's weird i didn't see that at all i don't remember that part i think you're it. a i think you're a liar uh yeah and it just involves our entire friendship <laughs> yeah. i must call each other liars <laughs> i didn't see that part at all <laughs> make it three episodes in and the, the show's done it's mercy it's a mercy killing for the oh listeners um a show that started this past year in 2021 uh that i absolutely loved is called reservation dogs and oh, yeah. i know it's something that um rachel Bookout had mentioned mm-hmm. for her like i think top five or maybe top three shows on instagram uh oh, right in on. a comment to us a while back uh but it was on fx it's now on hulu uh other places uh internationally i don't know I don't know. I'm sorry you guys Mm -hmm. don't have Hulu. Uh, Just figure it out. Google it. Just watch. Just watch app. There you go. If you have that. If you don't have that, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) If you don't have it, Google that. Just Google things. Do you have Google? (laughs) Ask Jeeves. I don't know. Uh, anyway, my point is uh, Reservation Dogs is a, uh, a very funny show Mm -hmm. uh, that stars a bunch of, um, First Nations people, I want to say Native mm. Americans, but uh, some of the cast is from Canada. Can you believe they have their own Native Americans in Canada? Whoa. <laughs> that's, that's weird, Do they guys. treat them well, too? Uh, probably not, yeah, according to what Mitch not. has informed us about. Uh, yeah. Oh, I that's had, right. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be a no. Yeah. Uh, they just kind of universally got shit, up, wow. shit on by... Just get it from every country. By all of you guys. It wasn't me. I wasn't there. <laughs> but um, uh, very funny show. It takes place in a... Uh, uh, reservation in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and um, s- uh, some of the filming locations were uh, in different parts of Oklahoma, and oh, cool. uh, one of those being the uh, my very small hometown of Inola, what? Oklahoma. The first time it took me 229 episodes to mention that town by name, mm-hmm. um, but uh, otherwise I call it the Crooked Eye. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I was watching the show as like trying to figure out like where that might have taken place or whatever. I couldn't can really tell. Um, you're like that's the fence like, that's the fence <laughs> done by old yeah. smitties <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that is literally the name of a person <laughs> that lived uh, yes. may they rest in power uh, in, uh, in Inola but um, yeah if it was just like a, a barbed wire fence in a field mm-hmm. then it, like I guess that could have been it but uh, long story short like it's a, a very like it's a funny show it's produced by Taika Waititi and from what I understand he like 
uh, remote directed it because mm. it happened during the pandemic. And um, I guess it was like super challenging or whatever. Uh, and I could see why. But uh, it's very funny. But also like a lot of FX sitcoms, quote unquote, uh, there's like heart to it. And like sometimes there are some like dark themes that are mm. explored. Um, but man, I can't recommend the show highly enough. Oh, like, awesome. The, the, the first season just ended and it's all available to stream again, guys, wherever it's <laughs> at. Just find it. But um, man, I, the, the characters are, are so enjoyable. There's a, a lot of like um, nuance there as well. Mm-hmm. There's there's stuff in there where it intrigued me enough to where I went to go look up information on it, which I think is all you can ask of a show, mm-hmm. right? It's like you enjoy something so much. All I need to look further in this aspect, especially if it comes from a different culture, because um, there's a a part of this show where they go out to somebody's. I think it's like their uncle's house, and it shows you know those plastic owls that you have mm-hmm. on on a roof to keep birds away. It shows that, and like all the kids get freaked out over it, and when it shows the owl. It pixelates its eyes. And I was like, what? And they all like kind of look away and they like shield their, their own eyes from it or whatever. Uh-huh. So I looked into it and evidently like certain uh, tribes of of uh, indigenous people, they have like, it's like a, um, a superstition oh, against owls or whatever. Oh, I've never heard of before. Interesting. N- nor have I. Huh. And like I live here and we've got Native Americans here and <clears throat> right. all this stuff. So... Uh, that that whole thing was was funny. Uh, the the general plot of the show is like it's um, for uh, teenage uh, people from I can't remember which tribe it is, but uh, they have they live in Oklahoma and like any good thinking Oklahoman, uh, they plan to get out of here as soon as they can. <laughs> Didn't work for me, but uh, they they want to go to California because they just want to start a, a better life out there. And throughout the the first season you see that you get to meet all these other characters there's a couple of uh twins on this uh they're like they they ride bikes they rap that man i don't want to say a whole lot more than that but they're so fucking cool um there's uh i can't remember his name he's in uh uh that resolution movie oh yeah that we watched Uh uh he's like the the like tough guy in that um he's got uh he's Clearly, uh, Native American. Uh, he's got like the long, uh, like braided hair mm-hmm. in there. But he's like a tough guy in that movie. In this uh, TV show, he's a cop that that everyone shits on. And this guy, he's, yes, yeah. What's his name? His name is uh, Zon McLarnon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's one of your people, <laughs> McLarnon. <laughs> I know. I like that McLarnon. <laughs> McLarnon. <laughs> But um, Zane, he's maybe? Uh, yeah, anyway, he's uh, man, he's awesome it, looking. Yeah, he's, I remember he's him so stuff. fucking he's so funny in this because nobody really respects him. He's like tribal police or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does like have some really good parts of it, man. Just just watch the show. I mean, just yeah, watch the, the show. You're kind of like, gushing over it, you know, like you're like, and this part's good. And this part's good. And just by the way, this part's good. Like it makes yeah. you want to watch it. Yeah. Now, there's something that happens. You get the impression at in the first episode that the the four kids that you're watching had a fifth friend that they hung out with and something bad happened Mm. you find out throughout the series that uh you know you get to see mm, yeah they they tell you what that thing is (laughs) okay right you don't actually see it but like you you get the impression of what it is Mm -hmm. and uh that could be like triggering for for some Mm -hmm. people 
So, you know, just go in with a grain of salt. I, I believe there's a warning in oh, okay. f- at the beginning of that episode for that. But, um, yeah, man, Reservation Dogs is is the shit. I cannot wait for it to come back. That's awesome. I'd heard such mm-hmm. good things about it um, whenever it first came out, like or even they were, like, announcing that it was coming out and that mm-hmm. it had, uh, you know, Taika involved with it and which was which was great um it's also uh i guess written by i i I don't know some of the episodes are directed by him but um this guy named sterling harjo who is from Mm -hmm. oklahoma and i guess he's like part of the you know the creator of of this show he's like one of the creators of the show um Mm -hmm. but i had heard about him years ago as like an up-and-coming oklahoma filmmaker he was making like short films and stuff Mm-hmm. And kind of doing his own thing. And now I'm like, oh, he's like when I heard that about the show and I heard his name, I was like, oh, my God, he's like actually doing it. That's great. Like he fucking yeah. was working with Taika. Like, that's yeah. amazing. And then to hear that the show is actually good, like any any time, yeah. like there's just not a lot that's placed in Oklahoma or, or comes out of there. And so anything time that you can have something, it's it, it's it's nice to have something nice, I guess, you right. know, mm-hmm. to be able to see places filmed around you or. Um, even just like to give any good recognition, you know, to, to Oklahoma and then especially the tribes and stuff, which is a a big part of, um, Oklahoma, you know, and our history Mm -hmm. and stuff there. So, um, yeah, that's super cool, man. I'm glad that you liked it because that, that speaks highly of it. It makes me want to really watch it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I watched another show. This one was on Hulu again, guys. I don't know. You just (laughs) fucking figure it out. It's called nine perfect strangers. It has Nicole Kidman in it. I'm sure it will be available in territories near you. Um, (laughs) You're like, every time I ask, I have to do this. I have to. I don't know why I get so <laughs> exasperated over. Like, anytime I, like, put something in my notes app, I'll, I'll put, like, where uh, it can be streamed. Or if it's, like, exclusive to one service or whatever, I'll put it in there. And every time I have to write Hulu in there, I shake my head. I'm like, like uh, I don't know how I'm going to explain this. <laughs> you tell, you, tell your wife. Like, I can't. I, I don't know. How am I going to yeah. do this? She's like, yeah. Don't worry about it. Like, no. Yeah, we, I have to. You don't understand. We've got, like, five international <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Um, I don't know where to find it in Peru. I'm sorry. <laughs> what if we only give from now on the United States and Peru, those two territories where you're like, mm-hmm. we can't give any more, but we can give yeah. you where the, where you can find it in these two places. Yeah. Would that help? The I'm, rest I'm of the sorry. World? I'm sorry, Mitch, uh, go to Peru yeah, and find it there. Find I don't it. know what to tell you. Um, so, uh, nine perfect strangers. It's a, uh, it was it was something that I was really into. My wife was not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicole Kidman is a, a mysterious character. She has a uh, a wellness retreat that she runs, mm. and it's really a, like a star studded cast of of actors there. Um, oh yeah, uh, Samara Weaving, uh, Melissa McCarthy, um, others yeah. uh, <laughs> not, not coming to mind. Um, yeah. uh, the, Michael the, Shannon. Michael Shannon's in it. Yeah, he's incredible. I love him. Yeah. Uh, and uh, man, uh, Bobby Cannavale. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, the, the king of all Italians is in there. Oh yeah, he's great. And um, it's a it's a really intriguing show. It's somewhat like Lost. It, it's not mm. like supernatural or anything, but there's a, a enough of uh, a through line of little questions uh-huh. that get peppered throughout it that you keep watching because you want those answers, and it gives it to you. Um, I I don't know that the the, the ending. The, the final episode of it was like uh, spectacular mm-hmm, to me, mm-hmm. but it was a fun enough series to watch that I think it's worth uh, sitting down to, to watch a few episodes to see if it's something that intrigues you. If so, I'd say stick with it uh, because the performances are interesting enough and the, the way that some of the character personalities interact is worth it to me. Um, but 
did, results may vary. Did your wife even finish it? No. Oh, she no, she, out. she she made it like maybe three episodes in and she was like, I'm not really into the show. Yeah. I'm like, I'll just I'll just finish this on my own. Yeah. So I did. I, but uh, I had heard yeah. about this from someone, but I can't remember now if it's someone I just knew in you know real life. Me just now. I just told <laughs> oh my you. God. Brent. Rewind the tape. Yeah, we're with him. Oh, wow. You know how I forget things after we talk no. about them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I heard it on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, I feel like someone we know watched this. I can't remember what they really said, though. I just I, I feel like someone had talked about it because I'd forgotten about it until you just mentioned it just now. Um, but yeah, I, I'm intrigued enough by that. Uh, the cast alone, I guess, you know, um, sounds in- intriguing, but mm-hmm. um, I'm not like huge on Hulu. It's hard to find yeah. stuff. I don't know if things are on there. I don't know what they're on. You know, it's like I never I have a podcast I listen to sometimes, but like the guy doesn't know where to find things. Uh-huh. So um, it's hard for me to find things sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we don't have Hulu here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, no, I just forget about shows that are on there or whatever, too. Mm-hmm. So um, but yeah, that, I might check that out sometime. Mm-hmm. So. Hulu, if you go under their effects hub or whatever, uh-huh. they have a, a lot of really good shows uh, that I almost said how to train your dragon. <laughs> no, uh, what we do in the dark. Uh, that show is is on there. Oh, what have we you, do in the shadows? All that? Yeah, that one too. Yeah. The, the sister series. Uh-huh. Are you afraid of the shadows? Is that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a whole question block of shows. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen the show of that yet. Um, I've heard such mm-hmm. good things. Like Mitch has talked about that so many times uh, mm-hmm. that it's like amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I want to. It's another one that I forget about, though, because I don't watch a lot of. I, I, I feel like you recommend some a lot more like FX things. Um mm-hmm. And I just don't, I think because it's like FX on Hulu and I don't watch a lot of Hulu, I just don't watch a lot of those, mm-hmm. but they always sound good. So it's just like, yeah. it's kind of like Apple, Apple TV plus. I just forget about some of the stuff on there. I just, I forget to go check and be like, yeah. oh, there's probably shows or movies to watch in here, you know? Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, you know what? Speaking of which, uh, I've, I've got one of those on here. Um, Finch. Oh, Apple yeah. TV plus starring Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Do you know about this movie? I do. Or- I'm, I'm very curious. Okay, so the the general premise is like Tom Hanks, he has a robot buddy and also a dog, and then they great. live in this uh, dystopian wasteland, right? Mm-hmm. So that's it. Like that's that's what the movie <laughs> is. But I watched it uh, and I really fucking enjoyed it. Oh, like, excellent. There's some there's there's something about and you know um, on uh, I think Christmas Day. I knew my wife would love Sonic the Hedgehog if she just gave it a chance. It's a story about a boy and his dog, and we watched it, and then at the end of it, she was like, yeah, I don't really care for it. I'm like, what? Oh, man. So, but to me, I'm all about this boy and his dog type of thing. Sure. And I, I don't, I'm not saying a boy and his dog, like, specifically, it has to be, like, gendered as a male or whatever. It absolutely but just does. The, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, you got me. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, there's something about, like, a human interacting with, like, uh, another creature mm-hmm. or a different species or like a robot or something that really appeals to me. Like there's something about like trying to communicate with something that's different than you mm-hmm. that is um, that I just love. Yeah. Right. Like that, uh, that movie, uh, Frank and robot that has like, Oh yeah. Uh, wow. Frank Langella and, and, uh-huh. and whatnot. I really like that one as well. Mm-hmm. But Finch is, um, yeah, a movie where Tom Hanks, he's a like a scientist that's uh, trapped in this uh, specific um, area. I, I can't remember what it is. He's like bunkered down mm-hmm. somewhere. He's an inventor. He has this robot AI that he's been working on. He finally makes a, a, a body for it mm. so it can travel with him because um, 
he knows that he's getting older. He wants to make it out to, um, the I, I think, the West Coast, mm-hmm. maybe California, uh, to like live out his final days or whatever. Right on. So he invents this this robot to take with him to help him uh, do these tasks. Mm-hmm. So he's not trying to make a friend. He's just like trying to. Mm. He needs help doing things because mm-hmm. he's older. And then robots, classically very strong. Yep. There's some some strong daddies out Johnny there. Johnny Five. Right? Johnny Five. Johnny Number Five. I I hesitated doing the voice when I'm Indian. <laughs> like that's the one that's the one accent I can't get away with. With and I was like, no, I better not. You're like, oh, I, I should hold it back. Me. Yeah. Well. Um, but anyway, so uh, yeah, the 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 robot is voiced by uh, the dude who plays Banshee in the uh, the oh, like X Men First Class. Yeah. And then he's the, then uh, get the shitty brother in Get yeah, Out. Right yeah. On. That's and, so interesting. Uh, Dude, it's so fucking good. I had oh, so excited, much fun watching man. this. It is a little bit long, mm-hmm. but like to me, it's worth it. I just wanna I wanna spend time mm. with those characters interacting. In that you world, know? Yeah. Um it's That's uh, so good to hear because it looked really yeah. good, but I did that's another one I just forget about because I don't go there. I don't go to Apple TV yeah. Plus. I just I literally forget about the app unless it's like Ted Lasso. Yeah, and, I was gonna say, yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so so like now I'm like really pumped because the, the trailer was great for that. And Tom Hanks, I fucking always I mean he's great. Consistently. Yeah. Apple TV plus quality content. It's I've never amazing. seen something on there where I've been like, eh, I don't like right. this or whatever. I haven't watched everything, but like everything I have watched has been of stellar quality. Yeah. And there's uh this new Mahershala Ali movie that just dropped mm. recently that's on there as well yeah. that I want to watch. So I was very impressed with it. Blade? I'd say <laughs> finally yeah <laughs> <laughs> they upset the whole game they're just like dropping blade yeah. it's like look we're fucking apple try to sue us disney i don't know i don't know which one would be the giant this is case. how the war starts this is yeah. it mm-hmm. it's all over yeah. mahershala mm-hmm. i mean if you're I gonna mean, fight over someone mahershala is a good way to do it like one day i'm like watching disney plus on my iphone and then it just there's like a big like <laughs> ghostbuster circle slash that gets on it's like right. this content's no longer available like, I'm like what, what? What the hell? Oh man, bombs start it's dropping. Up. You're like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Disney is and attacking becomes, Apple. <laughs> and then it becomes the Finch future. That's how oh, it happens. Yeah, wow. The so great it's Disney actually, Apple War. Man, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a future. Yeah. Yeah. Scenario. But uh, yeah, Finch, Apple TV Plus. Sweet, man. Definitely give it a shot. You know, mm-hmm. that's good. Especially if you're, you have, uh, you bought a new Apple device, they give you a year of it free. Right. Take advantage. Yep. You know, check that out. Watch that shit. Watch that shit. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Uh, huh. So we did Noisy November. Mm-hmm. And after we did that, I was, uh, I wanted to stay in the realm of some like music stuff because as I was researching the various albums we were talking about, I came across some like other documentaries about this thing. And it might've been like just tangentially related to the topic. So I didn't really like invest fully in it Mm -hmm. uh one thing i just simply did not have time to watch even though it was related to the topic was the hbo documentary kurt cobain montage of heck oh which has uh a lot of like background on kurt's upbringing Hmm. and there's some like he used to like record himself playing guitar writing songs on a like a tape record uh, cassette recorder Mm -hmm. and sometimes he would be in the middle of doing that and then he would like go answer the phone and so there's a recorded conversation of that or sometimes he would be sitting at home recording and his girlfriend would come home and they would have a conversation that ended up being recorded Hmm. and 
in certain scenarios like that, they would like animate mm, mm-hmm. um, in the documentary him like having this conversation with people or whatever. They interview his uh, people he grew up with. Uh, I believe both Kurt and Dave, I'm sorry, uh, Chris and Dave from Nirvana mm. are interviewed in the documentary um, about who Kurt was, how he grew up, all this stuff. And um, just a very interesting um painting mm-hmm. uh of of who this man was uh i don't know that it's you know it's like specifically from like the the, the filmmaker's point of view mm-hmm. as to who kurt was so it's not a, a fully rounded you'll know everything you need to know about kurt in this um but you know if, if you're intrigued enough you can go check out some like books or whatever even though that's disgusting why would you <laughs> this, is a documentary. You this is a documentary gonna answer every question you have so um, but yeah uh, Kurt Cobain montage of heck was really good. I also watched uh, two video or two documentaries about uh, beats in a way. So I watched uh, an Apple Music documentary, not on Apple TV Plus, but mm. like I guess if you have Apple Music, you have access to this oh. video. I don't know. It's weird how it worked out. I had to like pull up my Apple Music. Mm-hmm. I'd watch it on that app instead Weird. of the Apple TV app. But it's called 808, and it's like the history of the 808 drum Ooh, machine. Yeah, and it was uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, I think it's only about an hour long or whatever. But it has like the history of uh, how that drum machine came to be, its influence on uh, electronic and hip hop music, and um, why it's so legendary. So I thought that was that fairly interesting. Actually, sounds ex- extremely interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of stuff, like those old like analog things that they would like create all the like and it, they're so ubiquitous like there's so many albums that have those things on them and mm-hmm. it's like someone just made this and they it became iconic uh yeah that's fascinating to me it has a very specific uh like flavor to mm-hmm. its its sounds that it uses and they get into that and and why oh, it works cool. well why it's so legendary yeah. because sometimes you don't want drums to sound like drums you want it to sound like this other thing you yeah, know yeah right so that's that's what they're going that's for that's a good way they, to put what kind of hip hop changes about music, I think, is that uh, you're not necessarily trying to recreate what real life is or like a specific type of thing. They were like, well, we might, we might not want drums to sound like drums. We want drums to sound like this. Yeah. And it like opens up music a lot then. And you have these other cool sounds. And then some of those get reused and reused. And it's like, oh, this is like a new sound that people really like. We want to use this specific snare or whatever, you know, always. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. It's kind of like. A distorted guitar doesn't sound yeah. like a guitar. It sounds like this other thing, yeah. really. You know, like we're just used to it at this point because it's been around totally forever, right? But um, yeah, that's cool. That's yeah, that's a cool uh, approach to it. Um, the other thing I watched was a documentary. I think it was on Netflix. Uh, it's called Count Me In, and it's a documentary about drummers, essentially, mm-hmm. um, and how they approach drumming. Um, mm-hmm. Taylor Hawkins from Foo Fighters, Chad Smith from Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, a few other drummers. I, I can't remember everything mm-hmm. that's ever existed. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know where to find Hulu. I don't know every drummer. Wow. These are flaws. I'm going to work on it in 2022 up through the 6th because there's an anniversary <laughs> that's coming up. So, uh, but yeah, it was an interesting look at uh, people's approach to drumming. Mm-hmm. I'm a naturally curious person, so I just want to know about all kinds of different shit. Right so. On. It was a, a, a cool thing to watch. 
Uh, so if you are into music or drumming or anything like that, I would recommend that as well. I mean, that also sounds cool in the same kind of way, but it's like mm-hmm. drummers are one that I, I don't think about as much. I, or I didn't. And, but now I, I've tried to more and like, like hearing their different styles and stuff. Like for the most part, it's been like hearing, um, uh, man, I can't think of his name, Dave, uh, Grohl. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talking about, uh, you know, like his, his like stuff in Nirvana or whatever, or like him like doing it all by himself in the beginning of Foo Fighters and like laying tracks down for everything, like, and the style mm-hmm. of different people. Like, um, I just, yeah, it's become more interesting to me when it was a thing I didn't really care for before. I didn't really think about as much. Mm-hmm. So that's neat. It is. Um, one other thing I watched on Netflix mm-hmm. was part two of Masters of the Universe Revelations, oh, which yeah. came out in, I think it was late <clears throat> November. And uh, first part, people were... <laughs> Man, fandom, what are we doing? <laughs> you suck. What are we doing here? People were so pissed off. Uh, I think it was like six episodes, that, that first part uh-huh. of the first season here. People were pissed off because it left on a cliffhanger. Mm. Oh, no, the hero is in distress. What? No oh one's ever God, done they, that before. They must hate this franchise. How? There's, they have to, right? There's, there's no way that anyone can recover from this. Oh, yeah. I understand there's a part two that's coming that's going to have <laughs> and months, additional, right? It was like not even five, a long, yeah, a long yes. time. <laughs> it's going to be like five episodes, and it's just going to be like them grieving the death of various heroes or whatever. Yep. But of course, second half comes out, and it seems like people online were like, oh, man, I was wrong about this. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were. Dip shit. <laughs> Give it a minute. And they're setting up the, the problems, right? You, you have to set up the... The antagonists mm-hmm. and all of this stuff, all these different story points to where whenever you get to the final episode of part two, you have all of this resolution. You've got characters coming back. Oh, yeah. If you can believe it. If you can believe <laughs> a character in fiction would die, but then come back what? later. Unheard of. Mm-hmm. What are they? Jesus? Oh, wait. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Maybe. But that was but that was real, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not a story. It's like, there's not a lot of stories like that, for sure. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was like, I was, I was winking so hard that... <laughs> you almost, you, almost you broke back your out. eye? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Masters of the Universe Res- uh, Revelations, um, yeah, had a, a, a solid wrap-up, yeah. and it seems like they were trying to lay groundwork for a next season at the end of the... Uh, end of part two, so... If, if that does come back, mm-hmm. I'd be cool with it. Uh, I'm not, like, super wrapped up in the Masters of the Universe uh, world, but, you know, I wanted to see how this ended, and uh, I think it was, like, a, a solid landing for it, you know? I don't really remember when you mentioned it the other time. Did you grow up with Masters of the Universe and He-Man and stuff? Was that, like, one of your yeah, shows? We, yeah, we went to school together. Uh, we didn't really, like, <laughs> hang out, but they, they seemed cool enough. Um, I Hey, I'm He-Man. I go to Inola High. He wanted went to a, a party with He Man uh-huh. once, and then it's like he was just like he looks like a lunkhead, but he was like mm. pretty generous oh, he's, with his he's pretty like, cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't have any powers. Nips in person. Oh, they're bulging. Yeah, oh, yeah. bulging. He's he's got that like chest plate that he wears, but his nipples poke out either yeah, side of like it. The Batman suit. Like, yeah. Are you? Do you want to wear a shirt or not? <laughs> do you, like what is this? Like because it's making me uncomfortable. You're you're fine yeah. though. If you're fine, I guess it's fine. I mean, like, did we end up playing ring toss on his nipples <laughs> later that day? Yes, of course we did. 
I just imagine being like, that's sequels. We were a few Zimas in. You know, oh, what were we yeah. supposed to do? Yeah. Then we moved on to O'Doul's. Holy, Holy shit, man. man. You guys really got you into Irish, it. man. Woo. Oh, my Woo. God. Woo. I got sweaty. Off. Damn. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, I grew up with, with He-Man a little bit, but no really, bad. that was just, like, a, uh, a beak wedding until the Ninja Turtles happened to mm. me. And then I was just like, I, I have time for nothing else. Yeah. Mother and father, I shall be a Ninja Turtle boy <laughs> from this point forward. And it was. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Because I, yeah. I, I didn't really grow up with it either. My brothers did. They were more into the Masters of the Universe. Like, I remember they, yeah. there's pictures of my brothers in, like, pajamas with He-Man on them and stuff. But I didn't. And I mm-hmm. might have had them, too. Hand-me-downs, you know. But um, mm-hmm. I didn't watch the show because I'm not, like, super into that. But then I'm, I really do like Kevin Smith. And, you know, he's... Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what his... He wrote these episodes. I'm not sure. He's, like, the showrunner. I'm not sure what they, they call him for he, this. He was a showrunner. They had a writer's room. So okay. his co-host on Fat Man Beyond, Mark oh, Bernard, yeah. wrote some of the episodes. Oh, cool. um, there was like a, a pretty good size um, writer's room for this. And I, I believe they're nice. all like working. Um, man, I think it was announced pre-pandemic. I don't know if they worked on it mm-hmm. together in an actual physical writer's room at that point. Oh, yeah. But I know when it came time to do like the animation, a lot of that was done remotely. Mm. So the fact that all of this was able to like coordinate animation uh, is is pretty good. It's not like next level or whatever. Yeah, but, uh, I think it's, it's like solid for for what it is. Uh, better than what it was back in the day, where right. you were just like rotoscoping over live actors or whatever mm-hmm. and reusing footage over and over. But um, yeah, like a stellar voice cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Griffin Newman is Orko. He does a great job. Um, and yeah, just like if you if you just want something fun to watch, like. If you want the nostalgia mm. of being able to watch a Saturday morning cartoon while eating a bowl of cereal, while also thinking about, oh, fuck, it's almost tax season. You know, <laughs> this shit. is where for you. <laughs> this, is, this, is where you this is where you want to go. This is a story did you point. eat cereal while watching this ever? I did uh, in the first season. Oh, I did yeah? Just to try it. I was like, you know, I'm going to oh, sit I down, it. eat a bowl of cereal, and then watch He-Man. And it was fun, you know? Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. It's- and that was the last time I ever had fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was a good time, though. Man, July 2021, Woo. that's where it was at. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good times. There's going to be fireworks and also He-Man and Cereal. So, yeah. yeah, that sounds great. Good times. Uh, do you want me to keep going? Yeah, absolutely, man. Do, do you have other stuff? I don't want to... I really don't. I, 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 Once again, I just haven't been watching a ton of stuff, or at least I don't remember okay. it. Um, yeah, so... But, but you like to rewatch stuff, which is... Yeah. I don't do a whole lot of. And I don't mention them on here generally unless there's, like, a new revelation mm-hmm. I have or or some reason I want to mention it to people to, like, watch it again. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I put on a lot of stuff, like comfort movies or comfort TV shows. Like, I've been watching mm-hmm. a lot of Parks and Rec. You know, we were talking about that earlier. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, a good series of episodes in season three that we just really like. And so we, like, put those on for the most part, you know, lately. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, within these, like, few movies. So, yeah, it's, I'm here for you, man. Just for the listeners, in case they're keeping score, um, are how many times do you think you watched the night before this holiday season? I ended up uh, just about six. Just six, about six. Maybe six wow, and okay. a half. You had mentioned five at a certain yeah, point. Yeah, I didn't really watch it a lot. You watched it mm-hmm. after did that. I, did I shame you into only watching it one more time? Yeah. No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't shame me out of that movie, man. Yeah, I was going to say, this, I, I feel like that would be shame proof. No, as it, it was like as it got closer to Christmas, there's like a few movies that we usually watch every year. And I like like Christmas Vacation. I only watched like half of um, mm. I didn't watch Gremlins. I didn't watch um, 
screw like a lot of scrooge like there's so many things like as i get closer to christmas i was like i'm fucking over it let's just move on to the next year so yeah. uh yeah so i ended up stopping watching the night before so much you know but i did watch okay. yeah it's like i'm not gonna mention every time i watch the night before because it'd be fucking boring it'd be every week i'd be like i watched it twice you yeah <laughs> so did you know joseph gordon levitt's on this funny thing <laughs> yeah wow interesting so um okay well i'm gonna drag you into a conversation because this okay. is something i know you've you've seen uh, a while back we watched to completion Ooh. on netflix the queen's gambit oh the yeah. queen's gambit uh-huh. man yeah anna taylor joy she's you can get it she's amazing she uh what she wears on the red carpet places she's mm-hmm. she's a fucking movie star man mm-hmm. she looks like yeah. an old school like everybody's in love with her she just looks elegant every time mm-hmm. she's something Confirmed. special Yes, yep. I cannot wait until uh, that new Edgar oh, Wright last movie. night in Soho. Yeah, fucking a, it's coming out soon. I'm so excited. Is it coming to streaming? Soon? It's coming to streaming in the U.S. in like a few or maybe a two weeks or whatever. It's like coming to DVD and Blu-ray and stuff, and then like streaming in the next like few weeks. Nice. Yeah, yeah I'm so I, excited I am, for it. Mm-hmm. I saw that it's available to rent on iTunes at this point. Oh, okay, I didn't but it's that. like. $20? I'm like, no. That's yeah. I will I will buy it right. for $20, <laughs> 20 but I'm not going to rent it for 20 bucks at this point. But um, anyway, The Queen's Gambit. In a world where there are spoilers. I, I feel like most people... I'm late to the game on this one, uh-huh. so I, I I feel like people know what this is about. It's a, a, a girl who becomes good at chess back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a very, there you go. very basic yeah. uh, plot for it. But I didn't... I thought it was going to be... I thought she was going to be like English. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be like very prim and proper and very like relaxing. Oh, Almost yeah, like that's interesting. If, if you made uh, a plot driven, uh, well, I guess it had more of a, a vibe of uh, the Great British Bake Off. That's oh. what I was pin- <laughs> picturing in my brain with chess. But it's not. This shit takes place in like old timey America. And then it's like drugs are involved. Oh, I know. I love how she's so into drugs. It's amazing. And people are yeah. saying the fuck word. And then it's just like, it's it's a lot darker than mm-hmm. I expected it to be. Uh, but man, it was so good. Oh, I'm so I glad fucking you said that. I love yeah. the show. Oh my it's God. It's so yeah. good, right? Like there's just mm-hmm. something about it. The style of it is is just really beautiful mm-hmm. and, and cool. Uh, and mm-hmm. she is stellar in it. And her character is stellar in it too. Like her journey and stuff is so fascinating to watch. Um, mm-hmm. And I also feel like on, on a note of it being like Great British Bake Off, I like that this movie, I kept feeling, or the show, I kept feeling that something was going to go wrong for her. And yeah. there's ups and downs and stuff, but it's like, it's an uplifting story where at the end, all of her friends that she's met along the way are like rooting for her and helping her and stuff. And I was so glad that it wasn't, mm-hmm. I don't know, like I like, I, it was, it left you with a good feeling at the end of it. Um, but it wasn't all just like happy and roses the whole time either. No, yeah, she, just like any well-rounded character she makes bad choices she fucks up yeah she is mean to people she knows and loves but you still root for her yeah because you get to see like where she's coming from you know and and what she's trying to persevere through and man i was just so into this fucking show the whole time i loved it i'm so glad did uh your wife watch it with you too she did yeah I, i don't think she was like as into it as i was but i we we both Watch all of it. <laughs> <laughs> the parts that she didn't nap through, she seemed like she heard things. She heard words. 
uh-huh. and she was there present in the room sometimes i i can confidently <laughs> say the part she didn't nap through she did appear to be awake <laughs> so yes she wore sunglasses the whole time it is hard to tell mm-hmm. but yeah and then i took those sunglasses <laughs> off and she had just painted eyeballs on her eyelids i was like god damn it i still don't know she got me again uh-huh. i don't know what's happening yeah yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. I think it's really. It's at, uh, on Netflix. Is that right? Yes, it's a Netflix show. Um, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know if they're planning to do any more of that. I feel like it. It pretty much was just like a one and done thing, though, right? Like they don't really need th- much more. But yeah, I feel like kind of like they do over in a uh, fucking jolly old England. Mm-hmm. You know, just saying it makes me want to throw some fucking tea <laughs> in a harbor. Uh, they they have series that are just like, well, here's this one thing. That's it. Yeah, you know, they're a little and bit better it, about that, right? Yeah. yeah. And it, even though you want more of something, doesn't necessarily mean that that second season or whatever is going to be good, which we have a hard time learning that lesson here in the States. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I feel like just, just those limited series. Yeah, yeah. It's like what? Eight, nine episodes. Yeah. I feel like that's just a, a perfect amount of time you need to tell that story. Yeah. And it, it's funny, though, too, like um, Don't Look Up, I was saying, you know, it's like kind of like too long, like movies. Mm -hmm. We've we've had that discussion so many times, but like TV shows, sometimes I'm like, that was great. Like 10 hours, excellent. And -hmm. it's like, I want that one and done story, but I also really like the journey that you go on being able to see all the episodes for like the Queen's Gambit, as opposed Mm -hmm. to that being a movie, which I think could have been fulfilling. Um, They could have like, you know, montaged things or cut things out or whatever and done like a a more of like an adult story instead of like all about her childhood or whatever and growing up Mm -hmm. learning it um but i'm glad that we have all those episodes because it's all so good that it's like i want to live in that world more yeah sometimes i want that i think the breaking it up into episodes means you have a a natural stopping point Mm -hmm. so it's like let's stop it here go to bed we'll revisit this tomorrow night at dinner or whatever that's like what we would do yeah and um you you get like one or two episodes in each night and then kind of go forward and uh let your brain kind of like mull over what Mm -hmm. you just watched and yeah like it's it just works out better that way i think in some cases Mm -hmm. you know like they honestly need to edit avengers infinity war and endgame into one movie oh okay that would be so fucking rad to me I, even yeah. though i could just like watch one immediately <laughs> yeah. after the other i don't want that i want it all in one well, one long six hour movie it's like kill bill the whole bloody affair it's like i could just put them in a row but i want to see them and if they change mm-hmm. like maybe they'll add some things maybe the, maybe it changes it up you don't know you don't know so i'm with you i want that mm-hmm. six hour movie that's right mm-hmm. let's make it happen all right in 2022 we'll ask someone to make it happen <laughs> yeah. for us please that's the ltas promise <laughs> yeah that's and as much effort as we can muster man yeah. <laughs> um okay so i had mentioned to you uh i don't know if it was on the show maybe it was uh just in a text message but i have consumed some pop culture that would be surprising to you mm-hmm. um and i think it was november maybe december i don't remember when it was it doesn't matter i'm really gonna harp on that though um i had just taken like a random vacation day uh and on a a wednesday i thought yeah that was tuesday wednesday (laughs) i decided you know what let's do western wednesday i'm gonna watch four western adjacent movies wow yes yeah that's it was a a lot but i fucking enjoyed myself oh man that's awesome 
There's something about it. Like, I I wouldn't think that I would like Westerns, but that's one of my favorite aspects of The Mandalorian is the Mm -hmm. Westernness of it all. Yep. Uh, The the lone gunslinger and all that. Um, So I've I've got four things here that I watched the same day, and then one thing that I'll kind of tag onto it that I watched later. Mm Mm-hmm. From 1993, I watched the movie Tombstone. Oh, okay. Uh, they talked about this on Doughboys like a year and a half uh-huh. ago. And I was like, man, this movie sounds so much fun. Or sounds like so much fun. And then yeah. uh, Daniel Sanchez had told me that it, he recommended it because it's also like a, a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And I bought it on iTunes around that time. And I was like, I'll watch this soon. And again, 18 months later, I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I kept the promise. <laughs> Um, I have never so seen Tombstone. You've never seen it? Okay. I've always heard, like you said, like it's fun. It's so good. I've just never mm-hmm. seen it. Yeah. It's very much like a 90s, like. I, that sounds great. Action yeah. movie, like set in the West or whatever, right? Uh, Kurt Russell's in it. Mm-hmm. How can you go wrong? Val Kilmer's in it. How oh, can you yeah. go wrong? Um, if you've got a movie that has both Santa Claus and Batman <laughs> in there. You know. Yeah, you're, you're living it up right. Yeah. I, wouldn't that be funny if that's like what I knew Kurt Russell from? I know, right? Not even, not <laughs> even Guardians 2, which we've talked about on the show, <laughs> yeah. but like Christmas a Santa Claus movie I've not seen. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he's not Snake Plissken. He's not uh, yeah. Captain Ron. You know, oh, his two yeah. biggest roles. <laughs> <laughs> Missing eyeballs in both. <laughs> There's continuity there. Oh, um, man. But yeah, Tombstone, a uh, very fun action western from the 90s. Uh, a lot of interesting characters. Uh, they do take some liberties with the like the the lore of the characters mm. or whatever. But um, you know what? They're making a movie. They're having a good yeah, time. You can't can't stop them from that. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. There's uh, another there's a Wyatt Earp movie as well. I don't know if that was one of yours that I'm spoiling now, but no, it's no. like they're like from the same era and they're both mm-hmm. like ones I haven't seen, but I've always heard about and I'm curious about both of them. But I've heard Tombstone's more recommended uh, generally I, yeah. people that I know. I yeah, because Kurt Russell plays Wyatt Earp in mm-hmm. Tombstone. And then I believe in the Wyatt Earp movie, that's uh, Kevin yep. Costner. Mm-hmm. And, and Dennis Quaid is Doc Holliday. OK, that's interesting. So, yeah, that is. Um, <laughs> but. I think there was some like going back and forth between like movie studios. You know, mm-hmm. how, like every once in a while they'll they'll drop like uh, s- certain themed movies about like a month apart oh, or yeah. whatever. It just kind of like syncs up that way. It's like the uh, Deep Impact's Armageddon's of the world. Y- yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's what happened. And there's like some they they were originally planning to cast uh, uh, not Kurt Russell, uh, Kevin Costner in Tombstone, oh, but he mm-hmm. like had certain demands and he, he wanted to make his own like long story short. He wanted to make his own wider movie. Right. So he did. And that came out around the same time. Like but, a year um, later. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, if I'm going to watch one of these two movies, I feel like Tombstone is the, the more yeah. fun, uh, way to go. And holy shit, Val Kilmer's character chews up so much fucking scenery. It's so much fun to watch him. <laughs> I hear he's great in that role. Yeah. He's fucking great. Yeah. And like the the makeup they add to him to make him look like he's sick. Mm-hmm. It, it, like he I was genuinely like <laughs> concerned. Was he okay during the <laughs> yeah. filming of this movie? Is he okay? is he alright? Somebody check on him. Um but yeah, I highly recommend Tombstone. Oh, that's Very awesome, fun dude. movie. Like it, it could be something that you throw on with your in-laws uh-huh. and you guys just like watch it together because it's like not anything that's like too crazy, but um and, and if they've seen it especially and they liked yeah. it, then it'd be a lot of fun to uh, to watch it with them. I was curious about when he was Batman, Val Kilmer after this because mm-hmm. that tombstone came out in 93 he was in batman forever in 95 
Wow. So okay. So like, this is the one that did this it. This was like he was like in the Val era, you know, like he mm-hmm. was everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I've always heard his role as Doc Holliday is so good in that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's one. I, yeah, I, I've had it for years. I've owned it for years and I just never watched it. Like my, it's one of my brother's favorite movies. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll have to check it out sometime. The the accent he has. Uh huh. I'll be your huckleberry. <laughs> it's so funny. That was it's so entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after that, I watched uh, on Netflix or the Netflix original movie, The Harder They Fall, mm-hmm. which has a nearly all black cast mm-hmm. of characters. And they're based on uh, characters of uh, that were like minorities, essentially. So some of the, the, the real life uh, people were mm. black. Some of them were Native American. Um, but yeah, most of this cast is is black. Um, oh, man, it's first, good I was like, this. holy shit. Yeah, a ton of fucking good people. Idris Elba, mm-hmm. Regina King. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield, like any yeah. one of those would be enough to right. like draw me, <laughs> draw my interest. Yeah. But like all of them are together. Um, Jonathan and then, Majors. Uh, I think there's I a, that dude. Uh, do you have the cast list right yeah. there? Jonathan there's, Majors, Zazie Beats. Yeah. Beats. Yeah. Yeah. Zazie is she, Beats. Um, is that D- Domino? Mm-hmm. From, from Deadpool 2. Yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. A movie that some people like. <laughs> um, there's, there's a, a guy in there called, I think his first name is Siler something. Siler. Um, not sure about that one. Mm, okay. Yeah, not sure about that. Maybe one. his la- last name was that. Uh, whatever the case. Uh, he he played Billy the Blue Ranger oh, in the R.J. Siler Power Rangers. There we yeah, go. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's excellent in this movie. Yeah, he has like a ton of personality. A very fun character. But I I didn't really know the plot of the movie. I I watched like part of a trailer. Mm-hmm when this was coming out because i was like what is this yeah and i like turned it off halfway through i was like okay i gotta save this because this is this is like appointment watching for me so nice. uh i didn't know how the characters related to each other like like what the relationships were and i went in thinking okay well these are the hero characters these are i guess maybe the villains or maybe they've got some villains we didn't see no, like char- like actors I like are villainous in this. And I'm like, oh, gosh, <laughs> oh, no. darn it. <laughs> no, I have to like not like them. But like everybody, even though they're like villainous, they're still likable. And then it's just, man, there's there's a lot to it. There's a, a, a person in this movie. Um, I, I, I don't feel like I've ever seen this this actress before, mm-hmm. but she plays a person in this. It was like a real world person who was androgynous enough looking to where Mm. they uh, got confused for for a man, like if they dressed a certain way, Uh so they could like do certain things because women didn't have the right to do things back in the day. Damn straight. Make America great again. (laughs) It's happening. 2022 has taken over Steven. Um, But uh, just saying January 6th, meet me at the Capitol. What? I'm just saying January 6th, meet us at the Capitol. We're doing right. it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she was spectacular in this movie. Uh, this this movie is a lot of fucking fun, and they take a lot of liberties with like real world history, and you know these characters existing at the same time. Whatever the case, it's a fun fucking movie to watch. Yeah, man. Uh, the the music is fucking great in it. Um, there's some like hip hop interspersed in there, and then um, there's a point to where. Uh, because they're like outlaw characters, even even the the good guys mm-hmm. in this, they're like, well, we got to rob a bank, but any of the banks that are around here aren't going to have enough money because it's like poor like black people or whatever. So they're like, we got to go to rob this bank in this white town. And Stephen, 
When I say white town, <laughs> not only are the people there white, the buildings are white. Oh, the dirt is white. This whole <laughs> goddamn thing is bleached out. So they go to rob this place, and it's so like artistically. Like, it's so funny to see them, like, walk through this town where everything is just so, like, Pristine porcelain. White, yeah. yeah, and they stand out so much, but, man, man, it's just very, very fun movie. It's also, like, over two hours long, mm-hmm. slightly, I think. So it's a, a longer movie, but it but is it. a lot of fun. Yeah, a, a lot of, like, excellent actors in this movie, and, and everyone is just dripping with charisma. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that, with uh, that cast. Delray Lind was in it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Love that dude. Damon Wayne uh-huh. Jr., Mm. Yeah, tons of fucking people, man. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'd heard a little bit about that, but I hadn't mm-hmm. I really. I mean, like it kind of came out and that was it. I didn't think much of it. So I'm glad yeah. you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so both of those movies were like hard Westerns. I watched some that were like uh, tangentially related to the West. So not necessarily involving like cowboys, but um, 2016's Hell or High Water. Have you seen yeah. this? Yeah. Uh-huh. Taylor uh, Sheridan Chris movie. Pine and um, the guy who played ben, Angel and X-Men 3. Something, yeah. Foster. Yeah, Ben Foster, yeah. Yeah. Um, man, this movie, I... I and uh, Jeff Bridges is in this Oh, as yeah, well. he's like the, the cop, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, man, he... <sighs> this movie was intense. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize, like, what this movie was necessarily. Right on. But, uh, man, this was... This was something. Taylor, I really enjoyed it. Taylor Sheridan uh, wrote that. Um, mm-hmm. He uh, he has a lot of interesting stuff. I, he's like a really good writer, but um, I actually know him from Veronica Mars. He's he's one of the oh. Irish um, gang members. Um, oh, he's okay. this dude. Um, he like hmm. he he. was an episode where like Veronica Mars goes and he he was like stabbed in a bar fight and the plastic surgeon like stitched him up on a pool table. And I was like, he's always like this character, right? Like he's just kind of like dumb mob dude or whatever in, in mm-hmm. that movie or in that show. But then he ended up being this like amazing writer. And uh, I'm trying to look up right now. He did Hell or High Water. He did Wind River with um, uh, Hawkeye and, and Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, yeah, I started that on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. And it's also like mm-hmm. a very good but hard to watch movie. Um, and then he wrote Sicario. And he's doing, oh, yeah. uh, he's, he created Yellowstone, which is like a huge fucking hit right now. And they just have that like 1883. They have like the prequel series coming out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he does a lot of like Western adjacent, like kind of like feeling to them, you know, uh, mm-hmm. movies. And yeah, his stuff is just fucking impeccable basically every time. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I remember watching Hell or High Water. I liked it, but, um, didn't love it, but I, I've been wanting to actually revisit that in the last year or so. Um, just because of like kind of what we're going through with like, you know, jobs shifting with, with COVID and and working at home and blah, blah, blah. And like people like not taking shit anymore. And this Mm -hmm. movie is kind of about like people that were forgotten and they're just going to rob banks to, to do what they need to do, you know? Yeah. Get get done what they need done. And, um, yeah, I, I really want to watch it again because it's, I remember being, you know, pretty good. It was, uh. Yeah, it was, it was probably the most intense movie that I watched that day. Yeah. For those um, that like, actually, no, it wasn't actually. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> the next one, <laughs> the, the next one would be. So, um, yeah, it was just uh, very well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it felt like I was watching a movie. I don't I don't know if that makes sense or not, but like it, <laughs> it's it very cinematic. Like, yes, that, yeah. very much so. And uh, the Jeff Bridges and his partner, who's like a, a Native American guy, mm-hmm. um, 
they're constantly giving each other shit and ribbing each other. Um, They have a fun relationship. And then uh, Chris Pine and Ben Foster, they're they're brothers. Uh, One is very much a loose cannon. The other one's just like trying to sack away and like steal enough money Mm -hmm. to be able to buy their like dad's farm or house Mm -hmm. or something like that. If I remember correctly. Something like that, yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. I, I, I didn't really know what the plot was. I remember seeing the trailer for it way back in the mm-hmm. day, uh, but I couldn't re- really remember what the story was or, or what the focus of it was. But uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. So I know we're three movies into this four movie Western marathon, but mm-hmm. can you describe the scene? You said you, you took a day off work. You're taking some Brent time. You're going to Western mm-hmm. it up. Are you in PJs? Are you on the couch? You got headphones on. You eating cereal. What, what's going on here? Uh, no, uh, no headphones. Okay, because um, like no one around. It was, just, it, was, it was just me and these dogs. Just oh hanging yeah, out. we were on the couch. Oh yeah, and I believe at that time I had pants and a shirt on. Oh, not PJs. Floor. I think I had, I, uh, I had pants Ooh. and a shirt. Ooh, got me every time. And Steven? yeah, it was a non-graphic shirt. What? One of my favorites. Oh, his nipples just cut yeah, through his shirt. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stereo sound effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so that one was really good. And then I watched one that I thought, let me just watch a, a light spirited comedy. So I put in uh, 2007's There Will Be Blood. Oh, wow. Have you seen I this? I have not seen that one. Oh, okay. Well, I'll keep this one light it's <laughs> there i always uh get that one mixed up with uh there's another movie that came out around the same time that was like they're both mm-hmm. like oscar movies and stuff uh no country for old men yeah i did be- the same exact thing <laughs> and i, I thought like, oh, yeah, mixed there up. will be blood yeah yeah um but, no. but i have not seen this one i've seen the other one yeah okay so this one has uh fucking abe lincoln in it uh uh-huh. what's this nuts daniel day lewis uh, yes yeah. i don't think i don't recall Ever seeing a Daniel Day-Lewis movie? Maybe maybe I saw him in something like oh, a really? long time ago and I didn't realize it was him mm-hmm. or whatever, but I feel like I really missed the boat there. heard of who he was based on this movie and then like going forward, uh, especially because he's like uh, a method actor uh-huh. from what I understand. Yep. Steven, this movie is fucking intense, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, I had no idea. Like, he's an oil baron mm-hmm. in this movie and he... Uh, uh, He's not a good fucking dude. Yeah. He's the lead of this movie. And they let him be such a fucking bastard. Mm. It's it's crazy. I, I can't. Mm. It's, <laughs> it, I'm glad I watched it because his performance is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Dano is in it I know, as well. Right? And they he's like a, a small town preacher. Okay. And Daniel Day-Lewis's character comes to town. He's like, hey, we want to drill in your area. And the preacher's like uh i don't i don't know like you can do it if if you like build a road to my church so people Mm. can like get there easier and they they go back and forth a lot and they're just kind of trying to one-up each other constantly Mm -hmm. uh and uh man this this movie's ending is intense like daniel day lewis's character has a son and he ends up getting um, injured because of a, a, a workplace accident mm-hmm. on an oil field. So it was, uh, it was, it was pretty intense, but, uh, it, toward the end of the movie, you get to see the son grow up and like see the type of relationship they have. Mm-hmm. And man, this movie is very, very, uh, hard to watch it at mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. 
but that's why i haven't really put it on right doing it like mm-hmm. when do you just watch that on a western day right or whatever but like it feels mm-hmm. like it's gonna be so intense and dramatic and stuff i've, I've it's never just like oh i'm gonna put this on on a saturday night and since i never watched yeah. it i'm like well when am i gonna watch it i don't know yeah it's it's good for the uh, cinematic part of your brain. So yeah. if you're if you're wanting to watch something and you're in the mood to watch something that has like uh, a lot of depth to yep. it and a lot of um, it's just very cinematic. This is uh, a good one to throw on. Mm-hmm. But you know, just keep in mind that just gonna get well. I'll say it again. Intense. Hey. Oh, so they mm-hmm. they camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, you have to because back in the day they're outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't have Motel Six back in the no. day. I just found this out. <laughs> what? Yeah, they didn't have those. I had to find out the hard way. I had to ask Jeeves again. I was in Peru. Oh wow! I was like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I uh, I was gonna say I I remember when that came out because Paul Dano got such praise for his role and mm-hmm. what he did in that, and then he's become like this great actor. I mean, he what he is right, like this great actor. Yeah. But I had really liked at that time the the 2004 movie The Girl Next Door with mm-hmm. Emil Hirsch, and who's also like become like a great actor and stuff, and gone on to do a lot bigger, better things than that or whatever. But um, he plays a guy named Klitz in that movie. Paul Dano does K K K L I T Z, and um, I, I remember he's like I like him in that movie. He's charming or whatever, but like he's not much of anything. And then it was like just a few years later that he was in uh, There Will Be Blood, and he was like you know, just took off or whatever. And now he's in, he's mm-hmm. gone on to do so much stuff that he's really good in. Um, but it was one of those like actors that I saw like at a, you know, an American pie sort of like, you know, not, not spinoff, but like uh, influenced movie, you know, there was like a throwaway, like teen movie, sex comedy. And then it's like, Oh, he became this like huge thing, uh, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. But I, I just never watched it. Like at the time I didn't mm-hmm. watch um, no country for old men for a long time too. I watched that maybe in like, I don't know, 2013 or 2015 mm-hmm. or something took me forever to get to both of them um and i still just haven't never put it on so someday well you said you don't like the way they flippantly use cattle prods and you're like that's not accurate it's, it's not um i've tried mm-hmm. to kill someone with a cattle prod it's it's way mm-hmm. more difficult than he makes it out to be well you were swimming through that lake and it jammed and i was yeah you know. well it was a lake of jam yeah they were harvesting mm-hmm. and so it, it's sticky and it got on the gun and like you know you've been there you you yelled back as you were stepping into the lake. You were like, it's marmalade season. It'll be fine. fine. That's famous last words, right? It's yeah. marmalade season. <laughs> Bitch. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. Well, that's cool, though, man. Uh, I'll need to check it out at some point. So that, so that was your, your ending of the four Western movies? That that was the end, but I did watch one other oh, Western-adjacent yeah. movie uh-huh. uh, uh, a few weeks back. It was called Wild Indian. I rented it hmm. on iTunes. It was 99 cents, but a bitch ain't one. And I decided, you know what? Let's go for it. It has like a 90-something percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. And it uh, it stars, a, um, I think his name is Michael Grayeyes, who's a, an uh-huh. indigenous actor. And, uh, you know, especially like coming off of reservation dogs mm. and just having more representation for indigenous peoples. I thought, you know what, uh, let's check out some more cause I'm, I'm digging what I have seen thus far. Totally. And, um, yeah, so wild Indian, it, uh, was filmed in Oklahoma, mm. which I saw like after the credits and, and everything. Yeah. Um, but this guy, he grew up here. I don't know. I'm going, going to assume it took place in Oklahoma. I, I, 
I don't know that for sure. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. But he grew up in, a, in some small town area, and he and his friend, when they were little, um, they committed a crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, once he grows up, he moves out to California, hangs out with the cast of the OC. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, he he's trying to move on with his life, and then somebody from his past comes back mm. to find him to address things, and, and shit gets real crazy mm-hmm. after that. Um, Kate Bosworth is in this movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg? Jesse Eisenberg is in the That's... movie as the friend from work. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's not even like a, a major role for him, but I don't know if... I don't know how they got cast because they seem like they are bigger actors than this other yeah. guy who is the lead, which is, you know, good for him. But I, it, it just, as I was watching the movie, I was like, well, they got to have some other shit coming up. Right. Then, right. Because these, <laughs> they're big, big name actors. But um, no, like he's, he's definitely the focus of it. And um, yeah, I, I like, honestly, this, this movie wasn't like, I wasn't that into it. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know what I can't quite put my finger on why. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, it was just okay. Like if it comes out on streaming or something, I'd say maybe give it a watch. See if you get into Mm -hmm. it. If if you're not into it in like the first 15 minutes, then you probably dip out of it. But um, yeah, just like any other media from any other group of people not everything is <laughs> all right i get you it's, it's yeah. perfect you know um, so uh yeah i had never heard of this movie at all until you just mentioned it i looked it up mm-hmm. uh, as you were talking about it and stuff but um it actually had an article when it popped up from slash film that said wild indian is um one of the one of the year's best movies it was written in august <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that, and I've mentioned it before, uh, recently that slash film has become kind of clickbaity lately and stuff. Yeah. Not to say that this mm-hmm. one is, but I don't always go along with all the writers anymore, but, um, but mm-hmm. yeah, they're saying like, it's really good and like to look out for, yeah. you know, like it's like an independent movie kind of coming on the radar, but, um, yeah, I hadn't heard of that it. Was, so that was the other thing that intrigued me is like, Oh, it's an independent movie. Let's watch this. Let's see mm-hmm. what they've got yeah. or whatever. Um, and I think the movie was like well shot. And I like the overall story they were going for. Mm-hmm. I just think like the the execution. Yeah. I don't know if it was just like things weren't like the pacing was off for mm-hmm. me or or what it was. I could see why people would like it. It just like wasn't to my taste with, uh, I don't know, like some of the other stuff I no watched tombstone. recently. It was no tombstone. Mm-hmm. There's no Val Kilmer. I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> Wild Indian was not my huckleberry. <laughs> exactly. Um, let me mention one more yeah. thing. I know we're getting ready to wrap up soon. Cool. Um, a documentary on Hulu. Uh, I'm stressed. I don't know where you guys can fucking find it. It's on Hulu here. I don't know. Uh, it's a, a three-part doc. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, it's a three-part documentary called The Curse of Von Dutch. Uh, Von Dutch was a clothing brand in the, I think, early 2000s era, prominently. Uh-huh. And uh, it somehow led to murder. What? Okay. I guess you got me there, trailer for this documentary. <laughs> um, I, I, I remember like Paris Hilton walking around with like a trucker cap with Von yeah, Dutch on it. And like a, yeah. it was like big in the that like Hollywood circle back then. It was a name brand. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it fell off. I never paid attention to it. I didn't because know it fell like, off because I didn't pay attention to it that much. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot this was even a fucking <laughs> right? thing. But I watch it and they tell the story of like these like three or four different people who claim ownership over Von Dutch. And Von Dutch was like this real world guy mm. who was like a, a free spirit painter and and thought like 
art should be for everyone and he doesn't want to own the copyright to different things and mm. yada 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 and so then, people took that and made money off of it naturally more or yeah. less right <laughs> and so like it started out with like a couple of people that were trying to make like surf designs with it and then uh they wanted to um kind of like people do um they want to sell part of their business so they can get some uh, liquid money available mm-hmm. to them to be able to put more products out there. And then they got this guy from like I think Italy or whatever, who was a, a designer that they hired, and he like really spun off all these different things. And instead of like having a focused product line, he was just like, well, let's just put this Von Dutch logo on everything. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, benches, he, buses, uh, stickers, farts. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, a Von so, Dutch fart. Oh, man. Yeah. You got to pay money for that. Let's just try to avoid it if you can. It's not worth it. So uh, that part's way out of style. Mm -hmm. So the 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 documentary follows like all of this like crazy like shit that happened. And then like how this spins off into people getting murdered over this. Wild. And then at the very end of the last episode, there's some information given about Von Dutch, the man and how he was like. Uh, like a Nazi sympathizer uh-oh, or whatever. Oh, yeah, very problematic. So like they go through all of this shit, and you're like, wow, all of this is crazy. And then you see that they're all fighting over this Nazi sympathizer guy. Uh-oh. And because they were, they were like, they were after all the shit went down, they were like, well, maybe we can like revive the brand or whatever. Uh-huh. And then they somebody like released that article. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, this yeah, is out. in the water. There's, just, there's, there's no way to recover this. So uh, it was a very, like, fun and interesting, like, uh, story. Even though it gets very dark in, in places, um, it was it was interesting to watch because I had no idea. I have no yeah, I had relation no to this. that at all. Yeah. I have no relationship to this brand. So it's like seeing <laughs> yeah. it, it was so funny to see all these douchebags just get hosed <laughs> over this, like, brand. It was pretty funny. Um did it need to be three parts? Did you like it all? Or was it that I, long? I feel I guess? like, yeah, I mean, uh, each episode is about an hour. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's really not not too bad. I feel like there's enough story in there. And the, the people that you get introduced to throughout the documentary are interesting enough to where even when they have like little like side tangents or whatever, mm. you're like, wow, that's that's kind of crazy that they went through this in their life. Yeah. Or th- despite going through this, it led them to success albeit brief mm-hmm. in the like clothing space or whatever yeah. uh, so that was cool and if you fucking think <laughs> the theme to the show is not butterfly by crazy town oh, you are man. Good call. because of course it is holy shit yeah. that was like once the credits started playing i was like oh my god <laughs> the people who made this documentary i did a standing o yeah, in my uh, standing orgasm <clears throat> in my uh-huh. living room because i was like wow they fucking nailed you it anyway yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ski, 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 ski. But yeah, so that was a bunch of stuff. Not entirely everything I've watched, but yeah. a lot of it. As much as you can get through so. in a short, yeah, short amount of time. Yeah. I feel less gummed up now. That's so good. that's good. There was mm-hmm. a time I remember I had such a long list on the show or like for the show that I, I would go through them like as many as I could each episode when we were like tossing them in the beginning, you know, just mm-hmm. little mini topics. And eventually I just gave up on that list. I was like, I can't keep going back to it. It's stressing me out to get, try to get through all the stuff I've watched. And yeah. then I kept adding to it. And I was like, I just need to start over a new list. And we'll talk about new yeah. stuff, you know, like <laughs> sometimes it's like, you just want to talk about it too. Like I want to tell you and you want to tell me stuff and like anybody else mm-hmm. too, if you especially want to recommend something or 
steer somebody away from something too you know mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah i'm with you it happens yeah but i liked all the did. stuff you talked about today so this episode just happened so what you're oh welcome my listeners god it's lingering mm-hmm. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to do you have to do you have to let it linger um yeah so we don't really have a plan next week we we did talk about we we want to discuss shang chi upcoming Mm -hmm. i'm not sure when that'll be um do you want to do that for the next i don't know we're doing this live right now do you want to I can certainly this do that. This is life plan. Let, audience, this is the cool oh, shit yeah. you don't typically get That's to hear. Right. <laughs> hey, do you want to do a thing? Mm, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Man, okay, the cool. drama. The drama the oh show, my the God. behind the scenes of this show. Woof. People are about to lose their goddamn minds. <laughs> but yeah, so, if you uh, want to do yeah, that, that's it, cool with me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's do it. It's it's settled. Excellent. Episode. Oh, my God, Steven. Uh-oh. You know the next episode. No. It's got to be a dentist's favorite. It's got to be episode 230. Hey. Oh, my God. Should we watch a Little Shop of Horrors instead, then? What? The dentist in there. Oh, yeah. Is there any documentaries about dentists we need to look up? I'm just saying we could go with a dentist theme. A tooth theme. Uh, we can watch uh, Dentist the Menace. Oh, we watch Teeth again. <laughs> a Dentist the Menace teeth combo. Double feature. <laughs> finally you know if you play them together it's kind of like when you watch the wizard of oz with (laughs) dark dark what is it dark side of the what is it dark side yeah um dark side is on the moon the the snyder cut yeah the dark of the moon i think that's what the moon is (laughs) transformers i know i think it's dark side then yeah but i want to say (laughs) that's right (laughs) but yeah when you put transformers and wizard of oz together uh Mm uh-huh yeah yeah, I've seen that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Optimus right. Prime is the flying monkeys. Don't you get it? Come on, guys. It's right You're there. You piece of shit. You're idiots. Um, so, yeah, we'll do Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi. Sweet. Uh, as the main topic next week. So awesome. All right. It cool. all happened. Man. Well, OK, so we'll do, definitely do that then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm sure we'll have some mini topics as well to get through a few of the other things sure. you've watched. And I hope I have some as well. So uh, mm-hmm. definitely join us for that. You can contact us uh, as usual. All the info is in the show notes. You can also rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is always appreciated. And uh, yeah, we really enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed my time with you today, Brent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. And uh, it was a blast just to hear what you've been up to. And especially the Western Day. That really surprised me. And mm-hmm. give some good recommendations from that and, and throughout the whole thing. So, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, check out Don't Look Up as well. I'll still throw that out there because um, it's an interesting conversation started right now. So, all right. Anything else for you, man? Oh, I think I've said all the words I can today. Good. Finally, mm-hmm. he did it. He spent, his wife is going to be so happy. Oh, I'll never let that happen. <laughs> like, oh, I'll talk to her. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell her jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, come back next week for Shang-Chi. And until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. We'll be your Huckleberry. (laughs) I'm going to watch it just for the Huckleberry part. He says it like multiple times. (laughs) It's wild. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like his accent comes in so hot. I was like, does he know he's doing this? What if he kept that accent for Batman? Whatever it was. (laughs) You know what? Forever, Batman forever. He's like, I can't let it go. Yeah. Batman. I would love to stop, but I just can't. And he still has like the handlebar mustache, like poking through the the cowl. Under the, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Like, we can tell it's you, Bruce. Uh, Mm -hmm. Your handlebar mustache is your trademark. We can see it under the cowl. I'll be your Huckleberry. (laughs) 
Wait, what? Right. What does that even mean? No, it doesn't make sense. That's weird. Recordo. Oh. I don't know if that's is that is that Spanish for record? You know, I have no idea. Recordo. It's Ricky Recordo. Oh, it sounds really good coming from you though. Mm. So I'm gonna I believe it. A very uh, percussive tongue this morning, oh. ladies. Whoa, mm-hmm. <laughs> percussive mm-hmm. tongue. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's a. You goal. know what? Uh, on that front tongue, you know, has like that. It's like T O U N G E. Like we don't need that U. We don't need Wait, that E. No. Huh? T O N G U E. I don't know. Whatever it is, those those are the collection of no, letters. Like, <laughs> my, my my point. <laughs> It, it looks like tau, town G, you know, oh, it doesn't uh-huh. look like tongue. Like they're, they're silent letters. There is my whole point in there, right? It's all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, and once I spelled, I was like, is that even a word? It's so fucking weird. I don't, I don't know. It's a weird one. I probably fucked up the, the order of them, but the, the point stands silent mm-hmm. letters, right? Yeah. And we're familiar with this, like, especially in the word, like through T H R O U G H, right? Mm hmm. And it's like, you don't need that many letters. And yeah. the, the whole concept of silent letters is baffling to me. But I think it's important to note that, like, they exist in the world. Of course, that's where ninjas hide their weapons. Oh, wow. And, mm-hmm. okay. And scene. Okay, Stephen, <laughs> let me tell you what just happened. So there was a lot of setup for that little uh, bit at the end for... Silent letters are where ninjas keep their <laughs> weapons, right? I, I bring that up specifically because uh, I need your your thoughts on this. I need you, need you to weigh in. Okay. So I had a dream Friday night into Saturday morning mm-hmm. where I heard that saying on a podcast in my dream. Uh-oh. And I thought it was so funny that I was trying to tell someone in the real world of that dream. I was like, oh, man, you got to listen to this. It's so funny. Let me let me play this for you. Uh-huh. And I was like struggling to find the name of the podcast, like who it was and everything. And so then when I woke up in the morning, I thought about that. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. And then I wrote it down. But then like and, and I, I wrote it down so I could mention that on the show. Because I need to know, one, is it funny? Like, just by itself. Like, I got a reaction from you, uh-huh. but I don't feel like it was like, and I'm not saying it's like a show closer, but I mean, like, yeah. as a concept, silent letters, that's where ninjas store their weapons. Like, there's, is there merit to that? I don't, I honestly, I don't, I'm not sure I understand it. Okay. It is confusing. That's, okay. Silent letters? Yeah. Or where ninjas, <laughs> ninjas classically very silent. You know, I get you there. Yeah, like if you've ever been in school and uh, a teacher asks a question and everyone raises their hand, ninjas never raise their hands because it's like they're silent. They can't. And that would, okay, yeah, that would give yeah. them away. Yeah, yeah. So they have to like make put their question on a piece of paper, ship it into a throwing star, toss that. <laughs> it like sticks in the chalk or marker board. Uh-huh, you know. Sure. And then, and then the teacher can you know, read it. It's a whole process. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> that's like when a ninja needs a weapon, they just cartoonishly produce it from a silent letter. I, I, you know what? I feel, feel like I've got my answer from this whole thing. Having well, done, like, 
What I like to think now is that mm-hmm. if a ninja can't speak because he's being quiet to keep his, you know, his uh, his hiddenness, mm-hmm. and he writes that down and then throws it to the teacher in an origami fashion, mm-hmm. um, that is the a, a silent letter. Is mm-hmm. that is that also true? I mean, that could be. That's a letter that he wrote. This is, you know what? Yeah, that- I feel like you've workshopped this to where it makes more sense. <laughs> Because the silent letter <laughs> has become the weapon. Exactly, man. Mm-hmm. If we reboot oh, the God. Lethal Weapon franchise, this has got to be oh, like yeah. where it starts, right? Mm-hmm. Ninjas are involved. That's like a huge hit. Everybody loves, nin- loves Everyone ninjas. Everyone loves ninjas. Yeah. yeah. That's a seller. Has been and since then, you the know, 80s at least. Other things happen, but that's the elevator pitch. All right, guys. <laughs> lethal Weapon reboot. Ninjas are involved. What do you think? <laughs> It's about a deaf ninja who writes letters to to his teachers. I feel like a ninja could potentially be defeated if they went through a like a fast food drive through because they spell it T H R U. Oh yeah, that's like all the letters. Every one of those are pronounced. You yeah, know? exactly. I do mm-hmm. like the T H R U. I like mm-hmm. the look of that for some reason. Yeah, just you know, and just chop off the rest of them. Yeah, you don't need it. Yeah, that's basically like. And even if you're a ninja and it's like, I don't know, then it's just like fewer letters to spell in your letters. If you yeah. wanted to write I mean, through es- that especially way. Especially at this day and age where <laughs> we've got letters sitting out on boats waiting to make it to shore. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. You just got to save every letter you can. Mm-hmm, exactly. So it's like, I don't know. I'm with you, though. OK. You can say 100 percent. Perfect. Yeah. Well. <laughs> So that will definitely go in my stand-up act. That's going to be good. That's cool. Uh, my first joke, or my first question was like, is it funny? Uh, answer is no. Uh, second thing is, is it mine? Right? Because oh, like it came, yeah. it came from a podcast, but it was within my dream. That's so, so interesting to me, yeah. My, my brain wrote a non-joke for me. Yeah. And, well, this is where we're at. This is where we're at at the end of the show. This is, this is what's happened. I like so that clearly, we, we haven't recorded the rest of the show <laughs> yeah. yet, but this is the the end of the show mm-hmm. in continuity, recording continuity. So if the rest of the show is bad, this is why. <laughs> now you can know why. No, yeah. You now can you know. go back and be like, oh. No. Silent K. Mm. I'm just saying. Yeah. That could be, uh, you could store a, a sword in there, you know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, that could be a, a scabbard. Yeah, totally. That's I've, mm-hmm. I've thought that for years. Yeah, I th- thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. To mm-hmm. just to validate your your thought there for sure, I've thought mm-hmm. that. So, I do love the idea though that you would dream about that and then not know if it was from a podcast that you've already heard because you do listen to a lot of them. But mm-hmm. then you also talk on a podcast, so it's like, did you dream the future that you were listening to this podcast when you told that joke? Oh my god, that would make sense. Why I couldn't find it. Yes. Because we have, like just recorded and mm-hmm. it hasn't aired yet, yeah. and so I'm like, oh, listen, to- oh, but also I'm, hmm, the conundrum comes in where I'm like, oh, listen to this funny thing <laughs> that I said. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't tell people that. No, no, That's because true. as people know, listening this exact moment, oh, he's he's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. go out of my way to show people that. Yeah, uh, matter of fact, That's if we could just edit this whole thing out, that'd be great. That'd be great for me. Start it from the top. <laughs> look, look, honestly, let's just keep it as content, you know. 
And if, if yeah, straight. the show is about anything, it's about having audio out there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be entertaining, clearly. No. You know, that's a we lot haven't of learned pressure. Our, we haven't learned our lesson 229 episodes no. in, and we're not we're about on? to. Yeah, 229. Wow. Mm-hmm. I know. Man. Sometimes. The word two has a silent W in it. I'm just saying. Wow. Just saying, there's something there. You, just, you can store <laughs> some nunchucks in a W. Are you kidding me? That actually makes sense because it's like an accordion file. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. you could store a lot in W. I feel you could. Yeah, you could it. put some some smoke bombs in there. Oh yeah, uh, you could uh, put a sleeve of, of crackers in there. Oh, you know? that's nice, like saltines. You're, yeah, you're gonna get hungry. Yeah, well, like the the circular shaped ones. I would imagine uh, like Ritz. Uh. Wait, what? What are Ritz? Ritz, Ritz crackers? Yeah, I guess so. Right? Yeah. Man, I haven't thought about Ritz in forever. What? Yeah, me neither. Because I don't eat Ritz like twice a week at least. For the listener, Stephen <laughs> is actively <laughs> hiding with his body a wall of Ritz crackers. Uh, listen, I love a good Ritz cracker. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't have that kind of money. Okay, <laughs> I feel like the. <laughs> The name of the cracker, the brand of the cracker, betrays the social status. Yeah, you're like, wait, 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 wait. You you get that brand? Crazy. Uh, At at HEB, they have Itza, I-T-Z-A, as their Ritz version. They're like store-bought version. Itza. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you you could be like an Itza guy. Do they have a picture of Mario on the front of it? Uh, (laughs) No. Because if you were like, it's a cracker, that would make sense twice, right? (laughs) He's a white man. And I think eats a cracker is uh, is our sink word as well. Eats a cracker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. There we go. All right. So eats a cracker to sink on three. When wait, what is what is one two three on uh in like uh, in Italian. Italian? Yeah. Nope. Lost me. Pizza. Okay. Pizza. Spaghetti. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So we'll just count down the typical Anglo-Saxon mm. English way. Okay. All right. It's a cracker to sink on three. One, two, three. It's, it's a, a cracker. Spargate. L-P-A-S.
in a world where there are spoilers.